guys, guys. Welcome to Everybody Has an Opinion. Man, this is a real sports show done by real people. We're just having a good time. Guys, my name is Chris. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Brandon Freeney. What's going on, world? Oh, man? you got to make sure you, you you shout out everybody, though. I'm, I'm doing passing it around. I'm passing it around. So you're the point guard today, I hey, see. Today, so man. The rock, I'm so. Jason Kidd. Right, so let me, let, me, let me pass it again. Like, it's like a double alley-oop. So we got, you know, Mr. Chris Jocks in the building. You got me. Uh, Brandon Freeney in the building, and we also have Mr. Jason Duggan. What's going on, guys? How everyone doing tonight? Man, so so what is this, man? What are we going to do? Because apparently, you know, we just got sick and tired of, of being on social media all day, right. having these arguments, so we decided to come together to to really discuss sports on a, on a high level. Can we agree? You know, we've all been in the barbershop, and we heard some crazy some crazy opinions. Like, we've seen people just say yeah. some crazy stuff, right? The, the fake ESPN, you know, <laughs> the, the, the fake NBC Fox Sports, Sports and, you know. Yeah. So, no, nah, I don't even say fake. It's just low level to some degree. Oh, you know we, what I'm saying? I don't want to call anything fake. You we're know not using the fake news handle? No, 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 no none, none of that. We're not going to do that? that? No, none <laughs> of that. You know, the bottom line is nobody has a monopoly on sports information and opinion. Mm. So I think that's the reason why they show will really have some success because everybody can have an opinion. That's right. You like the plug? You like the yeah, plug? Like we that? definitely <laughs> love, we love the plug. Now, listen, if you're listening, I want you to understand that, hey, basically what you're going to get from this is that you're going to get an intellectual conversation about sports, but done by regular everyday people. Why? Because believe it or not, some of us may not be on SportsCenter, may not be on Undisputed or First Take, but, you know, can we agree? We can articulate this a lot better than some of the guys we see because we've seen Stephen A. say some crazy stuff. We've seen Skip say some crazy stuff. We've seen them all say some crazy yeah. stuff. So, you know, who's to say that you might not have a better analysis in regards to this? I mean, I love having a dispute about, you know, with the old heads about Jordan versus LeBron. I love talking to, yeah. to people about, you know, is Serena Williams better than, you know, 200? They better stop disrespecting Wilt, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let y'all know that. So y'all going to hear that a lot from me, by the way. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a, that's a conversation that could have had, we could have had way back when. I mean, Wilt, mm -hmm. as good as he was, I mean, we're not. We, we talking about a new, new day and age in the game of basketball. I'm gonna tell you this, and we're gonna jump right into uh, probably our first topic. But watch some YouTube. Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "Wilt Chamberlain out bicep pressed him <laughs> in the '60s and '70s." That's now. crazy, man. To so even think I'm about just it. saying, let's pump the brakes on Wilt now. So you everybody else, finish? everybody else, old school ball. I'm not giving you. Much praise and props because I didn't see it. But Will, Will was a problem. Okay, level. Hey, man, level. Right, Listen, you know. man, look that's into what, it. That's what the don't show take, is for. Don't, don't take that. my word for it. Look into it. Might be <laughs> something to look into then. I'll definitely, definitely. Right. So basically, we're gonna give you guys some hot takes. You know, every week you guys have something you guys can tune into. Now, I already know what's gonna happen from this. We already know what's gonna happen from this particular show is that we're gonna give you something to talk about, and you're gonna go back. You're gonna have that same argument with your friends, same argument with your barbershop, maybe your old lady, whatever. You're gonna get into it with somebody with some of the stuff you're gonna hear from this particular program, and we hope that you know you as a listener. That's what you get from this is that you get. You get some more sports knowledge, but at the same time, you know, you get something that you can take home and really run with and have a good time. So, you know, let's jump right into it, man, because there's a lot to talk. There's a lot to talk about. We got a lot to cover tonight, and uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about. So, how do we bring it up? Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but 
Yo, the NBA is getting kind of lopsided. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the NBA is getting paid. It, you know, That's oh, what it is. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, so, okay, okay we're going to go there. Oh, you talking about money now. <laughs> so we're we going to get into to conspiracy in the first show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can definitely talk about the money, but, you know, right now, it just seems like there isn't very much parity when it comes to the league. You know, and, and I mean, people have been saying it for years, but, you know, more than ever, it's hitting. It's hitting for real. We always used to hear the the the, the West is the best and the, the East is the least, and, <laughs> and now it done got crazy because you got what last year, uh, fourteen out of the top fifteen players are you know from last year are currently in the Western Conference right now. You know, when you say fourteen of the last, top, say that, say that, say that, say the that last again. top fifteen players ranked ranked players by obviously by the players. It was by the it was by the teams uh, last year. So LeBron is the only person in the East in the top fifteen. Nah, well, Carmelo that, Carmelo's in the top. Nah, 15. he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Nah. Okay. Nah, he wasn't. I don't think he was. But but okay. But here's the thing, like. Here, but here's the thing, though. It's just kind of like when you sit down and think about it, like, you know, what is this doing for the league? I mean, are we just gonna keep seeing LeBron in the finals for the next twenty years? Like what? You know, it, it's just getting out of control when you sit down and think about it because it done made. I mean, we can all agree that it made the the route to uh, the finals a little bit easier for for so any team with LeBron James on it. So let me just say this, and I'm gonna let you two kind of have this topic because I, I have some ammunition for the others. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really no different than the '80s, and I say that because the Lakers won five championships, mm. the Celtics won three, mm. and Detroit won one. Right. So, the only good team in the West in the 80s was the Lakers. The only team that the Boston Celtics beat other than the Lakers in the championship was the Houston Rockets, and they beat Houston Rockets twice, right? With a young Hakeem Olajuwon, before Drexler, before Sam Cassell. So, I just want you to think about that. There was one good team in the West in the 80s. Wow. And there were three good teams in the East not named the Chicago Bulls. So you had Philadelphia with Dr. J, Charles Barkley, um, Moses Malone. They won a championship. They were always contenders. Obviously, you had Boston, and you had Detroit. Okay. This was before Jordan. Yeah. So if we want to talk about parity, I don't even really remember a time where there's been much parity, hmm. to be completely honest. I like just, that. Just, just if we really break it down to the lowest common denominator. You know what I'm saying? I, I can I can see that one team being so much better than everybody else, which is obvious right now, which is Golden State. Of course. But guess what? That raises everybody else's level of competition. That's right. just my opinion. No, at listen, the end I of the think, day. I think so everybody else got to step their game up, point blank, period. That's it. And that's what um everyone been saying, you know, just you got to step your game up. You can't, worry, you can't be worried about who's playing where, what super teams are being formed. I mean, right now everybody's coming after Golden State. Whether they out in the east or they in the west, I mean, it just so happens that the shift is moving to the west. But I mean, let's let's be real. The Heat had their first little super team, and I mean, the strength was in the east. You know, so yeah, the, you, you think then. Golden yeah. State five years ago was nothing, pretty much. You know, so they're just now coming up. So the West wasn't winning championships. I mean, you only had I mean, San they Antonio. Still they were still winning. I mean, but you think about it, the last. Five, six years. I mean, you had San Antonio in there. 
Or you figure when, when, when the Heat formed their big three, yeah, San Antonio and Dallas. It wasn't that constant. But see, but see the difference, I think, though, it was top-heavy, though, in the West. I think, I think right now, if we But the West honest, is always top-heavy, though, I if you think, think about it. I think if we're going to be honest, that the West right now is what has everybody talking about parity. Because this is the most competitive basketball we've probably ever had in the history of the league. But no, let, let's but think about overall, it real quick though. Overall, but I'm no. not talking about Golden. You're taking it out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm short saying of Golden State. short of Golden State. Let's talk about two years ago on back. But okay. hold on, hold on, real 50 quick. Fifty win teams were the eight seed in the West. When has that ever happened in the NBA? Yeah, it's crazy. Winning fifty games. Remember, Cleveland only won fifty-one games last year and was the second. It was the second seed. Yeah. So when we talk about parity, yeah, this is a new concept. But let let's let's also be real about the situation, though. I mean, we're talking about really only two players, two star players that really moved from the east to the west: Jimmy Butler and Paul George. Okay. That's it. All the talent was already in the west. Kevin Durant was already in the West before he went to Golden State. Correct. Chris Paul was already in the West before he went to Houston. Absolutely. So the moves that have been happening, it's not like so many players jumped from the East and went to the West. If we're talking about this particular, you know, yeah, I mean, we're talking about the trades and stuff. That's true. But I think when we say in parity, I, I want to go beyond that. I want to go to the fact that it's like, you know, at a point in time, there wasn't a LeBron. At a point in time, there wasn't a Kevin Durant. You know, like they, these guys emerged and then took over the league. You right. know, right now, when you sit there and think about it, who in the East is going to emerge? John Wall. Okay, so you got John Wall. You got uh, Giannis. Yeah. You yeah. know, you got a couple guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we don't. And then we got a couple guys, young guys. In the, we got Cat. You know, you know, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns out, out of two. We got, you know, we got Anthony Davis. You know, we got a few guys, young boys, Demarcus Cousins. You know, we got some young boys that's going to really kind of run the league in years to come. I just think that there's a responsibility for the youth. In, 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 I, I don't know what it is about the players right now that are coming out. I just feel like after a certain grade, I think maybe about 2008, maybe I'll go as far as 2011. I'll go as far as 2011 draft class. I feel like the, the drafts of the, the the talent has just gotten so much weaker, diluted, diluted games, jump jump shot, three point heavy, you know, right. not as much, you know, you know, they're just not as good as they as their counterparts. Right. And so that's why you see this situation happen. There should have been somebody already that came along that was messing cats up. Like when yeah. LeBron showed up, or yeah. when you know Chris Paul came. I think D Wade won the championship in his third year. Yeah, LeBron uh, showed up in the finals in his fourth year. You get what I'm saying? Melo the made thing, the playoffs in his first year. The, the thing is, with, though, the way yeah. the league has now moved, everybody wants to be a three point shooter. I mean, you heard Dwight Howard talking about he's going to work on threes. That's crazy. I didn't. Right. Hear that. You know why that is? Innovation. I, you, you, it's a I'm, premium on a three point shot. Now you see what wins. And yeah. you try to, again, it's going back to my initial statement about Golden State making everybody up to any. You see that's what's winning right now, just like passing in the NFL. You see that's what's winning, so you get your pass rusher or a quarterback. But wait, so, hold on, though. Think about it. The Heat actually set that tone because the Heat, when they had their big three, mm-hmm. they were the first team to really have to play that small ball because we didn't have a true center. I don't want to so, say okay. okay. Well, hold on, but listen. Mm-hmm. And now you have all these teams that are now running and gunning and trying to keep up with Golden State when Miami was doing that with Wade and LeBron. Because you remember, Bosh was playing the, the five, and you had LeBron at four with Battier at the three. Mm-hmm. So you were always small. 
the big man was non-existent. And that's why Indiana gave them so many problems because Roy Hibbert and David West were killing them just with the size. And now look, all the big men now are back there shooting threes. There's no big man in the league that's really dominating like that, except for probably Whiteside. He might be the only big man that's really that stay down low that's not taking those threes. Because Cat dropped back and he'll shoot those threes. Yeah, Horford sure. shoots those threes. Like uh, Cousins, Cousins does it. Threes, so, I mean, you think about it. It's like, you know, that, that, that true center position is almost non-existent. And that's why a lot of teams trying to, as you said, keep up with Golden State or try to match Golden State or catch Golden State. Yeah, like, I think it's important to, to remember that this is what happens in every sport. Um, in football, look right now. The fullback is non-existent. Yeah, no, it doesn't yeah, even matter true. anymore. So, so now Gone are the look. days of Mike Allstott. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, so now he's an H-back. He's like a tight end. He flexes out. He does these things. So now we got to look at the center position the same way. It's another big guy to kind of protect. Like he would protect the running back to a degree by the fullback. So mm-hmm. now you got the center who does not protect because there's nothing to protect. The so. fullback's flanked out. Now the center's flanked out. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. we have to pay attention to the evolution of the game because now it's not necessarily about defense so much. It's not necessarily about physicality so much. So the there's no need now. for the fullback. There's no need for the center because everything is finesse. I think, I think smart basketball will still be, will still win, though. I, th- I just think that a lot of people aren't buying into it. Okay. I think when I see, you know, some of the teams, even though we could talk about, you know, Golden State's offense or, you know, when we're talking about parity of the league, we talk about the Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. One thing that the Western Conference does have, though, is they generally have strong defensive teams. Golden State didn't just win because they was hitting threes. Oh, right. You're they right. played deep, man. They You're really right about did. that. They and so, did. like, conventional basketball, when you get down to the nitty-gritty and you, you, you know, you get back on defense, you know, you close out, you know, you, 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 you secure the paint. I think that's still going to give you a leg up just like it used to. I just think now you do got to look out for dudes like Steph Curry going to shoot the ball from right. half court. But, you know, it is what it is. So I think what it is is that when I look at – I'll give you – I'll tell you right now, when I watch, you know, a sorry team like the Nets, the first thing I notice about the Nets is nobody can guard anybody. Everybody's getting blown by. It's just, you know, it's boring. When I watch the Knicks, I feel the same way. When I watch, you know, Atlanta last year, you know, I feel the same way. Right. And it's like, but then when I watch the Spurs, I see defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, when I watch Golden State, I see defense. When I watch even Cleveland, when they want to play, when they yeah. want to play, you know, I even see defense. At, uh, we all know Boston played defense except for IT, but when, when he came out, <laughs> listen, yeah, as much as I love him, when he came out, they, they, you know, Avery Bradley's known for that. Marcus Smart handled his business. Like, you know, these guys play defense, and that is something that is never going to change. When I look at – when I say there's no parity in the league or when people say that, I, I look at it like this. Like, the, the, the West is super top-heavy. There is a lot of star talent. But I don't sleep on these Eastern Conference teams. I just think their names aren't as big. I don't think that they're trash, though. Like, you know, when people, you know, you see people every day talking about how trash the East is. I don't think the East is necessarily trash. I just think that those teams are a little bit more balanced. Because when you look at the bottom half of the Western Conference, they suck. Yeah, they were, they were, they were, they were horrible this year. They suck. And it's not like, you know, and when you look at the bottom half of the Eastern Conference, like, they're bad, too. But it's like, you know, Brooklyn, Philly, Philly's in rebuild. New York, Orlando, Charlotte was in the playoffs last year. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, but when I, you know, it's just crazy when you sit down and think about the whole big picture of it all. But, so, um, so to your point, before we wrap up with this, yeah. this parody uh, topic, 
we're talking about defense, okay? Do we think ever again in league history you will see games 72 and 68 in the playoffs? Do you think a team like Detroit mm. could win right now? I'm talking about the Detroit team that beat the Lakers in 04. Talking about the Pistons, yeah. Correct. The, I mean, the team the, the, that was probably one of the greatest defensive teams outside of the, the, the Bulls with Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan. Like, do you really think that type of basketball, because you said that defense still, but where's your offense going to come from, from a team like that? Okay. Look, the problem. Nobody on that team is giving you 20 on a consistent basis. But go ahead. I, the, I the, the problem with the way the league is going right now, it's more for entertainment. So if you start seeing games again, where a team is holding someone to 75 points and the final score is like 86 to 75, everyone's going to be like, man, that game was boring. No, right. but, he, and, but that's the problem. But it might have been a great game. Yeah, exactly, but that's the problem with the, the generation coming up now. Okay. They looking at it from the standpoint that, Point. man, that was, that was a boring game because nobody scored 100 points. They weren't shooting lights out. They, you know, a team ended up shooting 35% from, from the field and, you know, it was a horrible game to watch. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem right now. Everything entertainment-based. You want to make sure the fans have that experience. So you go out there and you try to make the highlight dunks. You shoot the three from half court. It's all entertainment purposes. But not every team buys into that. No, like not every team does. And they, You're right. They, you know, they win 50 every year. But here's the thing. Um, I like that you said that, but I really I like even more that you asked that question. Um, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, if I'm being real – you know, let's look at that Detroit team. You know, that Detroit team was was Chauncey Billis, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince. You know, you had Ben, ben Wallace, Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. Like, Let me, you know, on. when Before, you look at Tayshawn on the wing. Can I cut you off for of just ahead, one ahead, second? I just have to say this. I think the Detroit Pistons have to be kicking themselves in the ass right now because they drafted Darko Milicic over goddamn Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, for and sure. And Wade. And for sure. Bosch. For sure. So imagine that team that won yeah. drafting Carmelo Anthony. That would have been incredible. would have been incredible. But anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so That would have gave them the offense for them to compete They today. would have been good, yeah. Now, now, here's my thing. So what gets me is when I think of that team in their prime, right, I'm saying to myself, well, they, they have defenders on, in, in every position. They're solid. You're right. They're not going to have a guy that's going to put 25, 30 every night. That's not happening. Maybe, maybe Chauncey when he's hot because Chauncey, you know, he has his days. But for the most part, it was team basketball. Rip was really Rip the guy. was the man to Rip do it. Was yeah, the guy. you know, but Rip, Rip was gonna really give you the guy. 18 though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm being honest, I, as much as I love that team and as much as I respect that team, it's not just that people are buying into, you know the show or making basketball fun or, or for the fans. No, man, like, these guys get buckets, bro. Like, there was no Russell Westbrook. There mm -hmm. wasn't really a James Harden. There wasn't, you know, KD wasn't around. LeBron, he was just young boy. Dunk. All he could do was dunk back then, you know? Right. Now you're talking about these type of offenses. Like, it really doesn't matter how good you are on defense when buddies are shooting from half court. That has you nothing right? to do with Pulling defense. Pulling up from 30. That's you right not about your that. fault. It's not your fault. You could be the best defender on the planet. Yeah, You're you not guarding your, up there. You can't extend your defense. Exactly. Point. So, no, they would have got They would have got work, man. They would have got worked in this same age. They and that's unfortunate to say because they were such a great, great. team. But they would have got work, man, because right. the offense has changed. But, but, but is it a bad back. thing, bro? Is it a bad thing? I mean, 
Will def- will there be a new kind of defense? That kind no, of- no. Nah, I think I think we hit a we hit the peak I because think we hit the peak. You right? look at you look at all the teams that are scoring these points. They're all young. Oh my god! So it's gonna be defense. For a while. Defense isn't coming up no time soon. And you figure all the young people that are coming up in the game that are watching, they feel like they got to have offensive power more than anything. So the game is just gonna keep evolving, but it's it's not gonna go back to that defensive. Those defensive days, it's just going to be straight up offense when you're going to have a couple teams that can play that defense when the time calls for it. And that's that's the problem. You know, it's not every team that could just be like, you know what, let's do it. There's no they don't have that on off switch. To me, Cleveland has that on-off switch. Right, right. They're the only team I've seen do do something like that. Right. Where you they know, look like terrible the last ten, last few games of the season, and then they get into the post, they get the playoffs because yeah, they're athletic. Yeah. I mean, so you, you could do that. But that's what's think about think about what's trumping the NBA right now is more athleticism than skill. Okay, I could go for that. But you know what? Um, I think, and, and do you guys mind wrapping this one up? Yeah, let's Because we've said that like five times. <laughs> um, <laughs> So with this being with that being said, I think that when people think about old school rugged football, basketball or any other sport, I think what they don't take into account and they call today's era or athlete soft is that they're regulating physicality out of the game. We can't forget that. So no matter how tough Bill Lambeer was or Rick Mahorn and Robert Parrish and all these people that were so-called tough guys, if they were regulating the game as they are today, hand checking and all that, not being allowed, they would be considered soft too because you can't touch anybody. Yep. So it's almost just like saying, yeah, I can punch really hard, but if I punch that person as hard as I can, I'm going to get ejected. So how, how tough can I really be in this league? So we have to take that into account and stop always jumping on these new era kids saying that they're soft. The league is creating an environment where you have to play a certain way or you're gonna get fouls, or be out of the game, or be considered dirty. So yeah. that's oh. that's my take on that. Love it, I love it. So I, I mean, we can we can end this, we can end this one, jump into the next subject. But one thing I will ask is, do y'all think it will ever switch back? No. You think no. the parody? You think the parody will forever be in the West? I mean, no, no, no. Oh, parody. I thought you meant physicality. I'm no, sorry. I'm talking about yeah. The do you think? The yeah, West, it'll switch back. Yeah, yeah. So you think it'll switch back eventually? It I think will. everything in every form of life is cyclical. I, oh, I don't care what it is. Let me say this real quick, just as we're getting ready to wrap it up. <laughs> hold on. Put on nah, your nah, nah, nah. Hey, no, wait, hold on, hold people, on, hold on, hold on. Now put bear, your condoms on again. Hey, <laughs> bear, bear with me here. Next year. Bucks in the, in the finals. No, no, no. no. I'm, not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. If Wade gets a buyout Next midway year? through this year. No, oh. midway through this year. Because this is, this is last year on the contract. Goes where? Let me hear this. Look, he's either going to end up in probably in Cleveland. All right. Or mm-hmm. if Houston finds a way to make this deal for Carmelo, he will be there. Before this is over, Wade, LeBron, Carmelo, and Chris Paul will play together on the same team. So you're looking for the banana boat team. The banana boat. I'm telling because you know what? For real, they are they <laughs> they are all for the first time going to be free agents for at the same time. Especially if yeah. Carmelo gets bought yeah. out. 
Yo, it will all be free agents for the first time some. together. These young boys need He to just go. got another second round. Like, he just said, come on, girl, let's hey, go again. I'm he just took saying. the condom off. I'm just, <laughs> like, I, you didn't want to wrap it up. I, I want to put that in there. want to jump into that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But I like it. Food for thought. Food for thought. Okay, okay. So, we moving on. So, we was in the NBA. Let's go to the NFL. So, how many positions you got on the field? Anybody know? 11. Well, 11 players playing. How many positions? Oh, yeah, you're right. Not all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what we do want to know yeah. is what is the most important position on a football team? Is it the kicker? <laughs> Man, is what's wrong the, with kickers? No, it's a, it's is it the quarterback? Yeah, up there. Is it the defensive end? Is it that combo defensive end slash outside linebacker? Is it a lockdown corner? Is it the whole line? Is it the old line? Is it is it Joe Thomas? Is it Tyron Smith? Is it uh, Julio Jones? So, um, since I'm asking the question, I'll let you guys go ahead and answer. Chris, I'll, I'll go to you first because I always like going to my right because usually I'm right. Um, I mean, me. I, I most think the important most, position. I think the most important position in the NFL. Um, you know, we spoke a little bit. I mean, we, me and you talk all the time. And we talked about the O line a little bit, but I'm gonna be honest. The more the more I thought about it, the most important position in the NFL to me is, is defensive end. Okay. Why? Like the DN because I think um, now defensive ends are generally some of the most athletic people on the face on the on the, yeah just period, and and um, the versatility of the game like like you could there's so many things you could do with the DN like. The DN disrupts the running game. He, you know, obviously he puts he applies pressure on the pass game. You know, you can drop your DN back and do you know have have middle coverage. Some DNs are so athletic they can they can just guard. They can just cover. You know, they can run with your 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 running back or your tight end, whatever it may be. And, and, you know, you got DNs getting picks, running picks back. Like it, it, it's just that position put so much pressure when you have a monster DN. It changes the game. You right. You talking about someone like a JJ Watt. Or JJ Watt or uh, uh, Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney. Yeah. Okay. You know, like these guys, they disrupt everything. Yeah. They disrupt everything. So for me I feel like when you have good DNs, you know, even if you have a good online, doesn't matter. <laughs> even if you you know, whereas don't get me wrong, if it's not a DN, I'm gonna go with the O line. Because I feel like when your O line is is solid the whole team, you're, 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 it's very hard to lose with a good old line. You're right, and, and that's why I'm gonna have to go with the old line. You know, I love probably, these responses. Probably, Nobody's uh, saying the same thing. No yes like men the, in the building. You know what? That that right tackle position, especially. So you, you're that's, a Joe that's Thomas your, fan. This this guy. You know a, why? Because you think Smith about it. Over here. The highest paid player on the team is normally a quarterback. Okay. And and, and I'm gonna tell you, you why got, in a second. If you got <laughs> if you got nobody protecting him. You got a problem. Okay. I mean, you, you look at the last couple seasons, Tannehill's been one of the most sacked and hit quarterbacks in the NFL. So, you know, you got to get that right. Of course I'm a Dolphins fan. You get that right, and we're talking about a different Dolphins team. And okay. that's, the, that's the big thing. I mean, you know, you're spending all this money on quarterbacks, but you got nobody to protect time. Yeah, Nah, he done, he done heard Dolphins. So, you gotta make sure. You gotta make sure that your O line is right. So that's why I gotta go with you know that O line has gotta be the most important position because everything else I feel like you could plug somebody there almost. But O line is a lot of positions though. 
That's what I said. So more so that right tackle, right? Tackle, so right like one of them tackle, them tackle positions, because okay. you know. I think we're gonna sweep, or go through this one real quick. So we got Von Miller, pretty much from yeah. you. Yeah. We got Joe Thomas, pretty much from you. Um, so I have to ask the question. For instance, if I was a celebrity superstar right now, who's more important, me or my security? Dang. Huh. Well, I mean, I guess technically you. That's what. what? Well, you want to be technical you, or not technical? No, I mean, well, you technical you because you're the you're the, you're the reason the security is the, there. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but Why, then, thank you. <laughs> Why thank you? But then think about it like this though. But you need that security because if you don't have that security, you're vulnerable. You're right. But what is the security protecting if it ain't if nothing they, to protect? There's nothing to protect. So. So Obviously, you guys know where I'm going. So we're going to so now, you know, I think we can make this short and sweet. I'm going to go into it like this. I'm going to dissect it from not even a, a scientific standpoint, a very logical standpoint. I want you guys to think about every team that was in the playoffs last year. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got them written down. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So we got the Raiders, the Texans, the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Lions, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Packers, the Chiefs, the Falcons, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. Right? Yeah. Now, on three of those teams I mentioned, they have either – Average or subpar quarterbacks. Just three. Okay. Now, if we want to go to college basketball and think about it like this, but when you think about the final four teams, mm -hmm. which is what matters, right? Of course. All elite. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. And the MVP, Matt Ryan. Now, you tell me who the right tackle is on the Green Bay Packers. And you tell me who the left end is on the Patriots. Dang, but listen. Okay. But just All right. You right. You right. Just, All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. I love it. No, no. Listen, listen. There we I go. Come on, man. I love it. But see, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. As much as that is true, as much as that is true, right, take a look at um, who got a lot of heat. I mean, a lot of press this year. The That. Dak Prescott okay. a lot of press this year, right? Great O-line. Yeah. Great O-line. Phenomenal. The guy gets five seconds. <laughs> yeah, he, does. he gets five to six seconds. And that's why snap. Elliott had the year he had, too. Do I you mean, understand? Yeah. They're they busting those holes wide open. So it's kind of like, as much as I understand where you're coming from, we may not know all their names. Okay. Even though I, I know your favorite, <laughs> for your favorite team, you'll know their names, you know? Right. But we may not know all their names. But believe it or not, you could take, with a, with a powerful O-line, right, you could be a subpar quarterback and have success especially if your defense is good okay you know that team can go places with a with a subpar line you could have the best quarterback on the planet with no line you're with no line he's not gonna be hey think about think right? about andrew luck man andrew luck is a yeah, great, great quarterback, quarterback. and quarterback. that offensive line is horrible Terrible. and look what happened to him i mean we're talking in they getting ready to start training camps and stuff like that. He hasn't even thrown a ball yet. You understand? He has one of the biggest contracts. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, can't even. History. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, but he, you, but your point, your point is actually real solid, man. I ain't gonna front like so I, it is. Hey, Jimmy, you like that? Ryan, yeah. Roethlisberger, Rogers, and Brady. I think that kind of made the the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they all got decent old lines too. They don't got no basura, terrible. <laughs> you know, we're checking in know. with our Spanish over here. You know what I'm saying? Like their old lines be they 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 got they got you know they got time. You know, yeah. I don't see Aaron Rodgers. You know, Harlem shaking in the pocket like he used to. You feel me? Like he he don't he's not he's more armed than he is feet now. Remember that's one of the things about him that used to make him right. I mean. 
yeah, the quarterback's super important. I'll give you that. But I'll tell you straight up, you know, as good as a quarterback is, you know, without a good running back, without a solid running back, it's easy pickings to kill a quarterback. When you don't got no running game. Oh, yeah, because they're you know, so, off on There's so you, many things that, they, that a quarterback needs to be good, whereas but get, but at again, the end, but at the end don't need none Tom of Brady goes down, Patriots don't win. With a solid offensive line and with the best scoring defense in the league. That's not how it looked like last year when they was winning them games without him. Mm, can't indeed. debate that. <laughs> but Jacoby Brissett or Jimmy Garoppolo is not winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're hey, right. but if Atlanta did what they did, you never know. I mean, come on, man. They went to sleep after the third after the third quarter. So I didn't want to talk about that Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we, so, we won't I mean, do that. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> Peyton Manning summed it up for us yesterday. Let oh, me throw football funny. at a damn TV right now. I'm talking about fucking Tom Brady. No, was, I know you're uh, a Patriots fan, though. You a Pats fan? I'm no, no, me, no, no. Close to Pats fan. You told like, me that I'm from Boston, man. That's what I. Nah, yeah, Dolphins they say all it's like a rule. Like it's like a rule. Yeah, it's a real thing. I'm an Eagles fan, bro. Yeah, okay. I yeah, thought we had that argument. I know it's tough. The, I know it's hard. Watch this plug. I thought we had the argument. Hey, but you know what, brunch. Carson? Carson no, 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 Wentz. We had a debate about it. We talked about it. I respect the Patriots. I'm not a Patriots fan. I don't got no gear. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I respect them. I think that. They do. They do so much with so little. I think right. if they had some of these super teams like these other guys, they forget about it. They break every record. Right. So you know, I respect respect Belichick. You know, the guys. Are, you know, he's like a, he's like he's like Emperor Palpatine. But you know what it is. You know what I mean. Like, you know what? <laughs> for for whatever reason, I feel like teams fold against the Patriots. The only team not to fold has been the Giants. But you yeah, think no, about kryptonite, you, you think yeah. about it though. Why? They got, line, though. Wait, hold on, so hold, hold on, hold on. They got they got five Super Bowls, right? Right. Two of them were given to them. Atlantic gave it away, and Seattle gave it away. Because, I don't like to call. I don't like to say that in football. Oh I man, I, I don't no, want to say no, that. Seattle gave Seattle, them. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle gave Seattle, them listen, that game. They were still in position to win. What you mean? They were on like the two yard line, and the, you. They, they, but they, they get were still in a position who, to win. Throws, why were they up? But who why throws a slant? Why, why were they up? Did you watch the whole game? You had Lynch. I watched I the whole it. game. Why were they up? Watched it. <laughs> why were they up? What you mean? Why were they even up? Seattle should have been up by point. Should have been right. up during that game. You right. They and they so let. Many, how many? What, what about that missed catch? What about that missed catch by um, right. whatever Baldwin or whatever one of them guys? <laughs> there, 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 there was a lot of plays there that it did turn. But I'm saying. Even after the Patriots took the lead with yeah, what, Marshawn like a minute and Everybody some change left. Come on, man. Let, let's let's be real. <laughs> that was they, the they, dumbest they, play. They, the dumbest play in Super Bowl history. I have to the say. They the gave the Patriots. It's not even just the Super Bowl. That's disrespectful to every other <laughs> goddamn <laughs> national championship, World Series, and the like. Oh that was the dumbest goodness. damn thing in the history of man. That was crazy. But a guy like Marshawn, that was crazy, man. Man, I think that's why he didn't have no intentions of going back to Thanks, Seattle. Thanks, guys. We're out of stalemate right now. I feel like all these positions are important, man. Do y'all, I get the quarterback hey, yeah. one. I definitely, the, the O-line one's super hard to agree, but do y'all really understand what I, I'm talking about? I agree about with the D-line, D-line because the D-line. No, not man. even the D-line. I'm saying the D-end. The reason I say D-end, don't get me wrong, the line, the, the other guys matter. I mean, so, so, Strahan, Tuck, Numenura, mm. they, they mm. were, were the only thing that has ever really stopped Tom Brady. You know yes, what I'm saying? So yes. I would have to give credence there because it took me a very long time to say it, but Tom Brady, and I know this is not the conversation, is the greatest quarterback of all time. I, I, I have to say it. 
Yeah, oh, hold on, so, hold on, hold on. Let me somebody chime in. Hold on. Hey, you, you got a sound effect for that one? Me, hold on. <laughs> see, now we're not seeing it. We're getting the guys, controversy guys, now. For those, for, those here we go. for those of y'all, we here in the studio with JB. What's up, man? Tell me, tell me what's up. Well, no, no, I, everyone I, has an opinion. Everyone so has owner, an opinion. I agree with that. There we go. Because I feel as if it took me a long time to get there, too. You can put the average quarterback on New England team, and he will be just as successful. That's what I thought. That's what I think. So you because, don't think so you don't think Tom's the best because of the system. You think like like you you would have to see Tom Brady play it's somewhere a two part. else. It's two You'd part, have to see yeah. Tom Brady play somewhere else, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm I, I put guys. him in my I'm one of those guys. I'm gonna have to see him in Miami. Miami. I love Tom Brady, but I'm one of those this guys. This is five Super Bowls, ladies and gentlemen. If he can oh, if he can if he can go to Miami and this is not basketball. But if he can go but no, if he can go to the Dolphins and be just as productive, I will believe in him. Yeah, me too. I think he'd have a better season with the Dolphins. Okay, Landry is better than listen, Julian Edelman. Listen, go ahead. That's fine. That's, no. If, listen, if that's what you're saying. Hold on, I'm no, asking the question. Hold on, hold on. The Dolphins, the Dolphins have better, better receivers, yes. Oh. Devontae Parker's better. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. no like, they have better receivers. They do have better receivers. I mean, even though they, they just, have, even though they they just got Brandon Cooks. Emperor Palpatine, they don't got the Death Star, man. They don't got all that, man. They don't. That, that's, so that's what it is. I, I mean, I, and you I know they're just like to me. I, they're just like the Spurs. They I was just going to say they're the Spurs. They're the Spurs of the NFL. <laughs> even that's the head system. coach, even the yeah. head coach, yeah. got the same demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. you see the press conferences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think geography play a lot of part too. Them being in Miami, uh, uh, they they need to move them to the muck. <laughs> <laughs> they need to move them in a, a, a area that's off from everything. They yeah. can't handle these strippers and strip clubs and beach. They can't. And, you and know those what? And I think that's why the muck is in, in Belgrave, Florida. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Yeah. 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 Rabbits. They got to go take some rabbits. I, I yeah. Fred Taylor, Lance, Antonio Holmes, I played you in high school. I'm so mad at you still. <laughs> and then you did do a show with a friend of mine. But anyway, I'm still bitter. <laughs> but you know what? I'm wondering if that's why, uh, you know, the NBA never has the All-Star game down in Miami. Mm. I wonder if they, they feel like the players are going to get in too much trouble I mean, it coming could be. down Two here. Two said it was a problem in Atlanta, too. I mean, it could be, I mean, not to be really, like, messed up about it. But well, I mean, Matt could, Ryan handled it, though. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I was going to say, I, I was going to say. <laughs> well, he's a white guy. I don't yeah. know if he's in. You got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little different. to have it together. And you know, hey, can you Google this for me right now, uh, by the way? Go ahead. What is Julio Jones' first name? I know that's so off topic and we can move to the next one, but it is not Julio. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Actually. Let's see what and he got a Lopez in there too. I'm looking oh, at Quintoris. Really? See, fact of the day, Quintoris Lopez Jones. Wow. Okay. So Julio is like it's state, that's man. what we do. That's what we settled for. We settled for Julio. That's what we settled for. So what? Is, By the way, like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'll go Puerto out on Rican? a limb. Is he I'll go Dominican? Out, I don't know what what is he? Maybe so what? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm I don't just know. asking. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to inquire. He's a baller though. Because we all have man balls. He might be the baller. A lot of people Ooh. want to throw some some other receivers out there. A-B, I mean, A-B. Odell, yeah, that's cool, but A-B. huh? A B, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah but Julio, Julio yeah, but Julio got the size, man. Let me tell you something about Julio. Well, Julio and it did in the Super but, Bowl. But wait, hold on. Now let's let's just hope Julio. I wish Doesn't he had a do tangent a Calvin button Johnson. that Jimmy could hit on us. No, no, this is okay, win. Tangent. <laughs> it's an okay, Tangent, because we're, we're, really we're not really going to get anywhere with this position thing. Yeah. Like we're, we're at a stalemate, but this is good for discussion. Let's see what right. people say. No one said DB. No one said safety. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like Ed Reed was a game changer. You know, no one said safety. No one, but, but, you know, at least we all understand that the, the battle is really in the trenches. You're right. No matter how we want to look at it, right. you know, that's where it really matters. That's where football is born. 
like the trenches. That's where it's at because you could have great safeties. You could have great DBs, but they can only cover for five to six seconds the most. After that, somebody's open. Yeah. And so, what's the average height of a DB these days? Like five nine, five like five ten probably. Five, five, what's ten. the average of the average wide receiver? Five, probably like six two, six three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then, but then you look. But though, it's always the average, been like that though. Yeah, but the average DB probably has a higher vertical than the average receiver. Mm. DBs are generally more athletic. That that is something they probably have a higher vertical though. So let me so let me just give you my real life experience in, in that. Okay, so right now I'm five nine. I was five seven, five eight in high school. Every receiver I played up against in high school in South Florida were the best footballers played in the mm-hmm. country, by the way, um, was at least six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a problem guarding them. And jump balls are not that prevalent in the high school game. Mm-hmm. So height isn't really much uh, that much of an issue. You just have to be very physical mm-hmm. at the point. So yep. you have to be able to get your hands on somebody to redirect them. But when you're talking about a matter of inches, think about this. If I'm 5'9 and somebody's six feet, how, how, how many inches are they taller than me? Three. Three inches. Yeah. Think how small three inches is. Like in relative to a, a finger or a hand, if I'm extending my hand out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. That, that's not yeah. much. You're right. But that's a ball. You're, when, listen, but when you're de- you dealing with somebody 6'4". Or, or like Julio Jones, 6'6". It's, six, it's, it's, it's a little different. Yeah. But I'm just saying, because the DBs are, as everybody oh, has conceded, mm-hmm. more athletic, mm-hmm. recovery speed, things of that nature get you back to where you need to be. So if you're taller, weigh a little more, mm-hmm. you may not be as quick. Yeah. So that gives the defensive back, you know, at least a, a chance, a fighting chance in hell. But it hurts y'all on that corner of the the, the end zone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The money play. <laughs> yeah. The money play. Yeah. So Every yeah, time. I, I, I I definitely go there. So uh, we moving on. Let's do it. Moving on. Let's do it, man. Everybody has an opinion, man. I think that was definitely an example of how everybody here had their own separate. And I'm opinion. so glad we didn't. Yes, man. That went all the way across the board. Well, I, I like- actually <laughs> thought somebody else was going to say QB too. Good, nah. good, you didn't. So nah. now let's jump into like something more recent. Best trade or acquisition, meaning could be draft, could be just a free agent signing of this uh, NBA season or preseason or whatever you uh, off season rather. Would be All the right, look, term. I'm gonna start this one off real quick. There we go. I bet you I going to say. Nah, you're not gonna. Okay. This, okay. This, let's this, go. This person was a re-signing. So they didn't go out and get anybody. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for this one. Go ahead. Andre Iguodala. Now, his numbers may not be the best. I mean, the man only averaged 26 minutes, seven and a half points. He shot 53% from the field. But it's everything else he brought to that team. You think about a couple years ago, he was the finals MVP. A man that's coming off the bench is your finals MVP. And then this year showed up again. Right, to right. me, he was the best re-signing I guess, player or whatnot of this, uh, this offseason. Yeah. I mean, he just, he just the intangibles and everything he just brings to that team. I mean, granted, you got KD, Steph, Clay, Draymond. I mean, you got a team. But I just feel like those intangibles that he brings to that team, he's an important piece to that team. And I felt like them resigning him 
was critical for them to make another run because their bench would have been much weaker. Hmm. So that's what I'm going. Didn't with. expect that. I mean, I, I told I you weren't going to yeah, expect it. Yeah, I didn't it. expect it, but I also don't really agree with it. <laughs> that's cool. that's no, fine. Right. That's fine. Right. Listen, everybody has everybody an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Like, you know, Andre. Andre is that dude. Don't get it twisted. And everything you said was absolutely accurate. I'm not here to debate that. None, not at all. Because it's true. It's very true. I think you know when you just sit down and look at it, you know, there's so many moves that have been made, and and like I'm trying to figure out, you know, aside from. I mean, I think I think the Jimmy Butler trade was damn the catalyst. You, damn. No, you. but listen, no, listen. I'm not gonna take it away from you. If you want to elaborate on your own aspect of this, that's fine. But it was the catalyst because I think from there, I think teams started to be like, wait a minute, like, like we need to we need to pull the trigger. And um, if you didn't notice, like last week, you know that same team picked up Jamal Crawford. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, do y'all watch Jamal Crawford? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like. He's on Minnesota, man, coming off the bench, man. Do you understand there's no drop-off offensively for that team right now? And so if Jimmy goes down or something happens, you got Wiggins, you, you, you got Cat. You got Cat, you got and then you got Jamal Croft. Listen, Minnesota <laughs> looks good on it. paper. They oh, look good on paper. Well, they don't. These Whoa, guys they are look, vets. So These guys they, are vets. Uh, I give you that they're vets, but you got to remember, they're playing with a bunch of people, a bunch of young talent yeah. that has no idea what the playoffs are all about. Okay. Okay. Sure. So sure I, I feel like on paper, they look damn good. Minnesota look like a team to be reckoned with. However, you think about this. When when Wiggins it. went to Minnesota, he would have been better in off that than Cleveland trip. right now, by the way. Go oh, ahead. Cleveland Cleveland would have been a better team with right. Wiggins right now. Over so. over having love. I mean, I yeah, but that. you can't do that now. Like, not, you can't. Yeah, like, come on. They, However, they did what they had to do. Man. They won a championship. They they you're right. They didn't they, know this was coming. Nah, they didn't know this. It was, was it was like the beginning of World War One or uh, Two, <laughs> and we didn't know that we we're gonna get bombed. Like, yeah. oh, we didn't know the Japanese yeah. was dropping bombs. <laughs> it was yo, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. I'm um, you, they look good on paper. They look good on paper. So, me and Chris had this conversation. See, I, the thing about life is, is, is so much greater when you have foresight than when you have hindsight. Mm. So I said that to say the moment Jimmy Butler went to Minnesota, I spoke to Chris and I told Chris straight up, Minnesota is going to the playoffs. You did say that. Chris said, nope. Pump your brakes, Brandon. I did and say I pumped them. Skrr! I, I pumped my brakes. Now, Look who else figured Minnesota was going to the playoffs. Todd Gibson. Yes, sir. We didn't mention him yet. Jeff T. Yes, sir. We didn't mention him yet. So, I'm saying, this got to be the goddamn best team on paper I ever seen that ain't going to make the playoffs. No, they're making the playoffs now. Yeah, that, that's, not a, that's not a for debate anymore. At first, they were, there, was, think there about was teams it. that was better, but now Right, I, let's I just think about it. It's, it's even more top-heavy. When, when we were using the statement top-heavy in the, in the opening segment, mm-hmm. when we were talking about parity, I was saying top-heavy one to eight three, four years ago in the West, right? Correct. It's top-heavy right now one to four. So we're talking, I guess we could say OKC, Clippers, not anymore. But if we were talking a few Back years then, ago. Yeah. OKC when Durant was still there, Clippers, uh, Spurs, and Golden State was coming on when they were. Mm-hmm. So that is what we have in the West now. Three or four good teams, not eight good teams. Memphis is falling off. 
Dallas is falling off. Um, none of these teams that you – I mean, the Jazz are on the rise. I give them that. Portland, it, I think Minnesota is a better team than Portland right now. No, yeah. yeah. They are. I mean, yeah, are. you know. And what, Portland it, it was a five seed last year? No. Portland. It was an eight seed. They played They played. They Golden, played State, Golden State in the first round. Who, who played um, the Jazz in the first um, round of the playoffs? I'll tell you right Come now. Come on. We got to be I'll better than you, this. Yeah, my bad. Was it um, the Clippers? Was, oh, was it the Clippers? No, no yeah, it was San Antonio. No, it was the Clippers. The Jazz, San, were, the Jazz were the seventh seed. No, the Jazz were the fifth seed. Yeah, nah, I think Where it was the Clippers. Yeah, it was the Clippers. Because San Antonio played no, Memphis. No, like no, 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 no. No, the Clippers played oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jazz. And because the Jazz beat them. Houston because, played OKC. Correct. So that was 3-6. Yeah. Uh, Clippers and... Jazz were four five. Yeah, because they were in Memphis seven. was two seven, That's and right. one and eight was Golden State in and Portland. Portland. That's right. Because okay. they, they okay. took them to seven games. All right. So not. I'm just saying. Think about what I just said. Portland is not better than Minnesota. Memphis is not better than Minnesota. Right. The Lakers that are on the rise is not better than Minnesota. Phoenix right. not better than Minnesota. Correct. Uh, the Clippers are now not better than Minnesota. Don't so, sleep on Sack. I want Sack to make the playoffs. By the way, Sack, I might throw that. You know out what? Sack in Minnesota without Boogie. No. What? I like. I like. I like New Orleans. That's a, as yeah. a sleeper too. Now yeah. at this point with with yeah. Davis and, and Cousins. Yeah. That's that's with a full year. Yeah. That's. But that's I, I still dangerous. think. I still think if they could if they could land Rondo, I think that's going to be good. Rondo, for them. go to the Heat, bro. Nah, go you know what? Heat. I don't think Pat Riley wants to deal with the headache. Go to the but heat. I we'll, think, we'll fix that up for you. We'll but I think that. I think Rondo would definitely be able to help out um, Boogie and um, Anthony Davis over there. So Denver doesn't go to the playoffs with Paul Millsap? Addition? Hell no. Nah. They were one game away? Nah. nah. They were one game away last year. No. You can name eight teams better? Because think about it. Didn't they lose, uh, yeah. didn't they lose Gallinari? Gallinari went to the Clippers. Oh, come on, don't do that. Gallinari's like injury prone, barely, <laughs> barely. So, th- hey, but so is Blake Griffin, and they just paid him all this money just to be injured. Yeah, that's true. So you know, let's can't go there. Can't go there. <laughs> I mean, Minnesota is. Hear me say it, and hear me say it now. I don't want anybody saying, "Oh, in Game Fifty after the All Star break, look at Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. is going to be the fourth seed in the West next year." I don't know about that. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give, give me, you, give me I'll a give boom. You, <laughs> I'll give you about, probably about I, I, I need seven, seven seed. I'll give you maybe seven like seed? seven. What do you say, Chris? Minnesota. First show, I came out the gate with a with, with punches swinging saying that four Minnesota, seed, yeah. four seed. It's going to be OKC, Spurs, and Golden State. Nobody else is a better team than them in the West right now. Houston. Nobody. Oh, oh how, how, how you forgot about yeah, Houston? Yeah, I yeah Minnesota six. five seed. Minnesota six. Minnesota six. Oh, five seed. A veteran Mi- team is going to take that Min- spot. Minnesota is going to be probably about seven. Five. I feel like That's low. Nah, they gonna they gonna be about seven. Five. I like and five. I, you got you got to think though. They gonna have to learn to all play together. It's gonna be a, a, they said a learning about process. Golden State and they took them two damn games. They got beat to sleep by San Antonio and then they start whooping ass. Yeah, and taking but names. all you did you you <laughs> inserted another shooter. I mean, you inserted KD in a high power offense that was just shooting lights out, and KD's a shooter too. I mean, you now talking about going? You you now just put together a whole new team with adding Teague, yeah. bringing in we put a, we put trading for team. Butler. We put an all star team together. But now, but ass. they gotta they're gonna have to learn how to play together. Wiggins is now gonna have to learn that he may not be the man anymore. But He's the no longer is gonna be ridiculous on the wing with Butler. And oh, Wiggins? their defense is gonna be good. <laughs> but you gotta think Wiggins defense is gonna be good because of Thibodeau. They were but, already gonna but, come on. Hold defense. on, but tell me a better defensive wing out there right now. Then who? Then, then those two together. Wiggins is really bad on defense, actually. 
Yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. Go look that up. No, go look that up. No, I'm, I'm agreeing like, with you on that. Of, I mean, in terms, Wiggins... like, in terms of what what happens to him, like on the court, like in terms of the play, like per player, like per right. possession, whatever. He's like really bad. He's like the worst in the league. Yeah, they the I most. Mean, they said really? people score on Wiggins more than any player in the NBA. It's it, because he's okay. playing against uh, some serious ass threes every night. I also think it's because I, mean, I also yes, it is true. It's because he's a small forward. He's gonna go against the Durants and the LeBron. You're right. And the Kawhi. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. But but he gets sauced. <laughs> he gets sauced. And that's bro. and that's gonna be <laughs> but, but that's but, gonna change when Jimmy no, get there. But you got athleticism gonna kick in. But yeah. that's gonna be the problem though because now. Damn, his offensive, like that. remember I told you that yesterday. His offensive Chris. game is gonna fall off a bit, though. I'm telling you. That's Ooh, fine. Wiggins? Yeah, but you gotta you gotta That's think. Who why, why do you really think that Wiggins is like a great like he's like a he grabs the offensive rebounds and put like he's like a solid. He's an active I just player. I just yeah. But all right, I'm gonna give you an example of that same type of active player, uh-huh. Kevin Love. Yeah. Look at how his game just pretty much diminished McKevin when he Love's went to Cleveland. Kevin Love slow. <laughs> but I'm saying and Kevin loves a, a, but, but look, a front if a if real Cleveland court player like like four or five. We're talking but about if a Cleveland, wing. I get you, but I'm just saying that's twenty two. You're right. You're right. But and I'm telling the next you, I'm, coming t- I'm, of LeBron I'm telling James, you, let everybody tell it. Chill, chill, I'm chill. telling you, <laughs> you don't remember those his, accusations his, and those his <laughs> offensive game <laughs> is gonna come off. It's gonna fall. A little bit, and that's okay because because Butler okay. because you, you're gonna have now vets that are gonna control more of the game. You got Butler and you got Teague. They're gonna control more of the flow of the game and in possessions. Who Butler, do you, who do you want to shoot? I mean, I rather I rather Butler okay. to shoot. And that's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is Wiggins' game is gonna fall off a little bit. So I feel like it's gonna be for someone so young. He's gonna have to learn to adjust because I mean, you think he's been the Did man. Wade's that's game been his fall team. off due to LeBron or due to his age, because that's what I think you're saying right now. Because well, you got to think though, Wade, think Wade was already a superstar that already had a ring. He 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 decided to take a backseat. Take a backseat to LeBron. Year one, year one, Dwayne Wade, Wade was, the was man. Dwayne Wade, right? And then you see what happened when Wade was not. When Wade needed the help in that finals against Dallas, LeBron was, was nowhere to be found. So my point in asking a question, so we can wrap it up and move on, um, is why do you think that – so are you saying his game is going to diminish in terms of his, his, his progress? Or are you saying he just needs to take a back seat for the betterment of the team? Because that's two different statements. I feel his overall – well, I could, I could say it's all going to be in one because his stats are going to dip. Because, but that doesn't mean his game is diminishing. But I feel, like, I feel like he's such a young player, and he's been pretty much the focal point of that team. I KD's think his stats ego, diminished this year. So no, what? but, so but, but hold Curry's. on, hold on, hold on. You got to think why they did that. That's why I'm asking the question. But that situation was controlled with Golden State. They Why went out. Him? They went out, and they wanted Kevin Durant to join them. Butler got traded, okay, and so then, play, and then he's playing for his old coach, though. And he, you don't but what think I'm saying, Wiggins wants him there. I'm not saying he doesn't. What I'm saying is, you had this up and coming star who was the focal point of that team for the most part is now going to have to take that back seat when he is now on the rise. 
So I feel like that may hurt his ego, which will then in turn hurt his game. But I think you're looking too deep into it. Let me tell you why. Like, I mean, it all depends on what focal points, you know, that, that the, teams fo- the teams they play against focus on. Like, what if people – if Jimmy's getting doubled, you know, that means his number – that means a guy like Wiggins' numbers go up, not down. Or or Cat – you got to remember, like, like at each position, you got to have a body on. Right. Think about it. So there's going to be a lot more spacing for that team. That was the issue back then. You could key in on Cat. You can key in on Wiggins, and then you know, you, you know, you, you know, Ru- Rubio, Rubio wasn't. Really wasn't that they let him score. shoot. I yeah. wish they would have let Rubio stay. To be honest, they let Rubio shoot. Nah, you know? Teague is a better player overall. Overall, but I want see. You need distribution now. You see what I'm saying? Teague, Teague is, is a passer. But he's not Ricky Rubio. Nobody. Ricky Rubio throws the ball like <laughs> throw the ball through your grandma's leg, man. Like, yeah, so I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying that in terms of, I guess, to Jason's point, Teague would help justify what he's saying. Ricky Rubio will allow everybody to touch the ball. Right. Ricky Rubio, to me, would have been a better fit for with, this situation. Butler coming aboard than Jeff signing Teague. Teague. I mean, Teague Jeff obviously Teague is a bigger name. But it was money. It was money, too. Right. So I'm saying Teague, yeah. Teague obviously is a bigger name. We'll probably draw more interest and have this conversation we're having right now. Be like, damn, Minnesota look good. I, I, Again, I, I think on Ricky, paper. Here we go. You ain't say nothing about uh, Ricky Rubio Houston, has led the league in steals a few times, by the way. Even though he doesn't play great on the ball defense. Yeah. He, I don't like, even want to. I don't even want to go there with Houston. Houston has no defense right now. And if they add Carmelo, they are even worse on defense. So Chris, Chris Paul is like the best defensive one, guard in the league. One person. James Harden Capella, don't play defense. Capella, Capella plays defense. defense. Capella, and and, and look, talking about what's I'm, up with this James Harden thing? Like James Harden had like one or two bad seasons on defense. Last year he mm-hmm. was fine. He was fine, but he's not a good defender. He's not player. a good defender. And then, and then you're talking he's about adding someone. He's not much better than Andrew Wiggins. And then you're talking about maybe adding someone like Carmelo who does not play defense? Because he's frustrated, out of shape, and in a bad situation. You think so? So you think, you think if Carmelo – I'm going to ask this question. If, if Carmelo goes defense. to Houston, you think he's going to go happy. back to – you go, Wait, hold on. Do you think he's going to go back to his Denver ways? He can't. He's too old. What do you mean? How old is how old Carmelo? Like 30, 30, yeah, like 32, 33, 32. Yeah, Carmelo's a year older than I am. So He's fine. No, but what I'm saying is he can't go back to his Denver days. What I'm simply saying is if Carmelo is happy and motivated, he can play defense, period. No matter where he is, he can play for the Nova Scotia Sharks. The man really didn't play defense at Syracuse. So let's. But Carmelo I've seen is LeBron not, get in. Lo- I'm not LeBron, I'm sorry. I've seen Carmelo get in lockdown defensive mode playing against LeBron. On several occasions. Yeah, playing against LeBron. And so that we're, means we're he was about, motivated. So, you get so motivated by he's the only going to be motivated when they play Q, um, Cavaliers twice? This is why this is called everybody has an opinion. I mean, <laughs> let, let's, let's be like, real. You, you, gotta, you, yeah, you got to come to an understanding, man. Like, what he's saying right now, it, as much as it's opinion, I actually know what he's talking about. Carmelo is a moody guy. Like, no, the, I, guy, I, the guy will play when he feels <laughs> like playing. He's right. like so Randy Moss. He's happy. If he's happy, you will get a completely I'm different. Lying. But that's that's <laughs> like why I asked bro. if he would go back to his Denver ways because I completely agree. I who, feel like the who's situation the best all in New York. Score in the NBA? Best all around all score. All Kevin around Durant. score. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony. No. no. Kevin Durant got no Three. post game. Kevin Three. Durant got no. Say, he, he, Kevin he, he, Durant has no post. When do you ever see Kevin back down and do hooks or 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 turn around fade? Nothing. Kevin Durant is a three point shooter. Kevin Durant is a slasher. Kevin Durant has a sweet mid range. Can make tough shots but with the foul. That's offense. Carmelo bro. Anthony can do all those things I just said. But he can't Plus, shoot as good. 
as good. Yeah, he's not a three point shooter. If you look at the numbers, you say his three point shot isn't as good. Okay, but his post game's way better. His post game's better. I give you that. But I mean, but that's it though. I mean, way. Okay, so I get what you're talking about. I'm talking about scorer. You said you you you're talking about like efficiency. Who can make the most threes? Who's a better? I think Carmelo Anthony got the most game in terms of like he can do everything anywhere. Kevin Durant can, talking, right? Kevin Durant can post you up. He, he just doesn't. Has he shown it? Same he thing did. with LeBron. Hold on. Hey, he Absolutely. did in the finals though. So let me tell you he this. Did. Everybody was getting on LeBron James before he won a championship and I can hear the old heads in my head right now and it's almost giving me a goddamn headache. He needs to go in the post. Yeah, because of his size. Yeah. Right, I mean, right? So they would ask the same question. Well, does he have a post game? I asked you, I'll ask you five years later. Does LeBron James have a post game? He got better. He, he, he got better. He developed because more. think about it like this. He, he think about let, let's let's go back to that that series against Dallas, Miami against Dallas. He had JJ Barrera covering him and didn't put him in the post. Why? He was afraid. I don't think it's because he didn't have a post. It was game. zone. They were playing zone and stuff, man. Yeah. It wasn't like he was guarding. Come they was playing. Zone. They played zone that whole series. That was like when he got exposed for his weak jumper. I think he shot some stupid, a stupid percentage, like eighteen yeah, percent or ridiculous. something from three. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was I, th- I think it was more mental than yeah. skill set. So I'm, I'm just saying that in in terms of me asking the question, I'm just saying Kevin Durant. Just because you don't do something doesn't mean you can't do it. I don't like that. I don't like that. You got to do it, bro. <laughs> hey, Carmelo but, like does said, it. <laughs> well, Carmelo does it because Carmelo has no one else to really score for him. Real quick. Just because I don't particularly repair credit doesn't mean that I can't. Oh, man. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great, great plug. <laughs> but, but, no, but so just because Kevin Durant doesn't put you 10 feet from the basket and abuse you like Kevin McHale doesn't mean that he can't do it. Yeah, sure I agree with that because sure you think about it. Kevin Durant didn't have to do it. Like, especially with the firepower they have in Golden State. There was no need for him to do it. And even when he was with OKC. I mean, he had Russ. He didn't need to do it. He probably did it more in OKC than last year in Golden State. But when the time called for it, because if you go back and look, anytime they switched in this past finals and he had Kyrie on him, he took him straight to the post every single time. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I just think, I just think when I sit down and think about overall game, I know that when, you know, there was a point. I mean, we can look at, like, recent history. Obviously, recent history, you don't put Melo up there with none of these guys. He hasn't been playing as the best, but I just know what he's capable of. And from, oh, what, from what I've observed, I just don't see – I don't really see anybody in the league that has the, the ability to score, yeah, the way he can. But the problem that you're going to run into if we go back to how we started this particular conversation with him maybe going to Houston – you got a whole lot of people that just like to shoot the ball. So what's going to happen No, now? I know. That's going to be weird. That whole situation is going to be weird because, you know, the ball stops when, <laughs> the, when Carmelo gets exactly. it. Exactly. The ball, I don't the say ball, the ball does not stop when, when Harden gets it. Harden no, because, I mean. And he, the ball doesn't stop when, when, Chris, when Chris Paul gets it. So, I mean, but the thing is, both of them need dribble, the ball. dribble heavy, though. Yeah. He's, but now, now let me, because obviously they talking about. So they They always <laughs> talking about, you know, they, they talking about but him maybe going to. To Cleveland as well. I mean, you run into that same situation. Nah, I think it, yes, works you, Cle- it works in Cleveland. It does not. It absolutely. Because, it absolutely works. Whoa, in Cleveland. how? Kyrie, Kyrie holds the ball too much. Yo, LeBron holds the it, ball too much. Some things are going to change. The only, <laughs> some things are going to change. Watch, watch. I tell you this. The only way Carmelo works in Cleveland, they have to trade Kyrie. 
Do you not? Okay, I tell you this right now. You saw how you saw how offensively Kevin Love had six points in the elimination game. Right, finals, I mean, right? Kevin Love's you, you gone. No matter Kevin, what happened, Kevin Love's gone. You think you think you think if they was passing that to Carmelo Anthony, that that they wouldn't have won that game? But at then, least that game. I give you that. Okay, at least that but game. Who's getting the rebound? But, is LeBron getting the rebounds no, no. now? Wait, but who's not only who's right. getting the rebounds, but the, that's not even the issue. Think about how many times Kyrie would just have the ball and dribble, 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 dribble. But not even look buckets. to pass. Uncle Drew is getting buckets. But no, <laughs> but but now think you have another player, Carmelo, who gets the ball, dribble, 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 dribble. So LeBron is going to end up falling out of his game. He, he nah, because LeBron I tell is you this, become the true point. LeBron's played no, with all these guys before. But in, I'm telling in, you, in it's going to be. In different settings, but I'm telling you, it's going to be much harder for him to maneuver and play his game when he has two people that always stop the ball. I honestly feel like LeBron James is probably one of the most versatile players in the NBA. I don't think it matters who's on his team. He's oh, he'll he'll LeBron get it James. done. But I'm telling you, I, it's I and think he's I think older, so he's but, probably getting more cerebral. So he's going to make that work. I mean, of course, LeBron LeBron's LeBron. He's going to try and make it work. But I feel like it's too much isolation. If, Car- if Carmelo good. went Listen, to that no, team, against, nothing against your point. Your point is valid, especially in regards to to Kyrie. Like, like one of the things that I talked to a lot of people during the finals was the fact that how you got LeBron on your team and you don't get you don't even get like five assists a game just by throwing it to him. Right. They don't get assists with each other. You know that, right? But exactly, he doesn't I mean, pass about, him the ball. I don't think Kyrie has averaged more than maybe five assists. Which is wild career. when you have LeBron on your team. Like, why, mean, don't you, why aren't you getting at least three or four from <laughs> passing the ball to LeBron? Isolation. Yeah, too much. Is. It's so, too much one-on-one basketball in Cleveland. Improves, that's the but problem. But if he improves that, then, I mean, do you think he's too – I don't think he's too big to improve that. I think Kyrie is as crazy as he is in the iso ball. He seems like a humble guy. But I think Kyrie's a selfish player. He's a Kobe. I honestly feel, He's a Kobe. Yeah, but you can't be a Kobe when you have a LeBron. Oh, dude, he is. You, <laughs> but, but thank that's, God that's, he wasn't in a, a, a game seven last year, the year before. Thank God he was. You're right. Thank God he was. But I mean, it, but look what happened this year. You're right. No, but well, I think they, there was no chance was, for them. Too many damn yeah, guns. Yeah, there was no chance. But no, I'll tell you what. No, if you if you look at if you look at this year, last year, besides Kevin Durant, I mean Kevin Durant was a big factor. But Steph Curry did not fold. Steph Curry damn near averaged a triple-double in these finals. Like, they talk about how LeBron averaged a triple-double, which was amazing. And they talk about how Steph, oh, well, you know, if it wasn't for Durant, blah, blah, blah. But Steph damn near averaged a triple-double. The only reason he didn't get it, and that was for that game four when they got blown out for the most part, when they were in foul trouble. If he would have averaged what he was doing, he would have averaged a triple-double as well in the finals. But nobody talks about that. It's just LeBron averaged a triple-double. Kevin Love didn't do anything. You know, Kevin Durant so, was So we talk about all this stuff, man, but none of us said anything about any of these rookies. We didn't say anything about Lonzo. We didn't say anything about, mm-hmm. you know... What's up? So let's let's jump right into that. Let's 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 get there uh, because we're getting a tad bit like my father, a little long winded. Um, <laughs> I think we just have a good conversation. Absolutely, man. absolutely. So, gentlemen, gentlemen, who will have the biggest impact in 2017 in this draft class? Fultz, Ball, De- De'Aaron Ferguson, Fox. You heard it now. De'Aaron Fox. I'm I like telling him. you, I like him, but I think the the Tatum Tatum kids just as dope as him on the court. Gordon Haywood's gonna hurt that. 
Tatum. You got you to think right. about you right what team he's on. Right. You right. Um, if we talk about immediate impact, immediate, immediate. Like, please don't like, say. Please don't say. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. Please what you don't mean? say. Please don't say. Oh, no, he gonna go ahead. long. Uh, long uh, ago. Was it Dennis Smith Jr. or go, whatever? Go, go, go. The, the, the guy from Dallas. Dallas. Oh, yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. I watched immediate. This immediate. Immediate. Like I watched instantly. the summer summer league game, and he has that thing that I have. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you have the it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. No. Listen. Might, you might need to get the listen, cream for listen. that. Listen. He, 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 <laughs> not the CH the, on the end. Not the itch. <laughs> I already felt like he was the best guard in the in the draft, and, and then now he's just coming out there just killing people. He does have. He looks like he's, he belongs. He and he looks like he belongs in the NBA already. He's got he's size, undersized. He's undersized. Well, I mean, he he he's got he's athletic. All right. He can fly, All right. but he's not. He has taller. a frame though that he's makes a, him look. He has, he has a frame. Like an NBA style. He's a frame. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks NBA ready. ready. Yeah, but aside from him, aside from him, I'm I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Fultz and and, and uh, Simmons. I think you got to remember Simmons is going to play for his first time. This season, this season, really. So right. he's a part of that. And he was the second well. Um, well, Andrew Wiggins. Well, you think Embiid as well. I mean, Embiid only LeBron played James. but 30-something games. Yeah, but so. he's, he can't be rookie now. Well, I mean, he can't be rookie, but I mean. Who do you think is going to get the Roy then? Like, because Ben's going to be in the running for that too. And I think he is Ben Simmons better than any of the players that came out this year. Or is, he's or better than all of them. He's better than all of them. He's better than all of them. He has a potential chance to be the rookie of the year because he's the yeah. second. But you Andrew know what? Wiggins and I the think, third LeBron James. But That's he's going. Ben Simmons. He's <laughs> going. He's going to get overlooked with the hype that's going to be around Lonzo Ball and so who's who's going to have the biggest impact? Not who's going to have the most influence. You said Fox. You say what? Uh, the, the, you said Smith. Yeah, Smith. Um, Smith. But oh my god! But we got a butt. We got a butt. We got asses in the building. I'm sorry, but we yeah yeah. But 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 the thing about the thing is, I I don't see Lonzo playing bad. Not bad. I don't think he'll play bad. Best in, most impact. Okay, fine, fine. Then Smith? the immediate impact is it's Smith because he the team needs help. He's gonna get a lot of PT. He's gonna get to go off. He gets to play alongside Seth Curry, who had a great uh, second half of the season last year. My God, if he was paying attention, yeah. great second half of the team. He's gonna have the veteran Some leadership. Some of you don't know that Steph Curry's little brother. Go I know. Yeah, he used to play at Liberty. Uh, before, to he used to play at Liberty before he play, uh, played yeah. at Duke, and oh. he used to kill at Liberty. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. That's who I'm going for. What about you? Every day I ball, man. Every day. Oh boy, BBB. Okay, so you know what? I think you've fallen into the hype too. Why is it hype though? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me let me uh, stop you I, there. Let me stop you there. Let me just say this: the eye test tells me that this is a more athletic version of Jason Kidd. That's what the eye test tells me. I mean, and so okay. the eye test to- told me that at UCLA, um, and the film, athletic. he is super athletic, and the film and in the production has told me in the last two games, even though it's summer league, let's pump our brakes, I'm not going too fast and too far, triple-double, and 36, 11, 8, 5, and 2. I want y'all to hear that again. In summer league, 36, 11, 8, 5, and 2. But again, you said summer league. When did you do that? That was last night. Last I night, think so. I think. You're kidding. Last I'm, night against the first, Philly. The first triple-double was, wasn't that impressive. It was 11, 11, 11. Yeah. yeah. But not, 36, 36 11, to 35. 11 assists and 8 rebounds. You're joking. And 5 steals in 2 blocks. Against Udo. Philly. I don't give a damn if he was playing in UCLA. No, Fultz is out. He could have been playing against UCLA with those numbers. Wait, it doesn't on, matter. Wait, wait, wait. It doesn't wait, matter. Wait. Now, go ahead, now, go ahead, but my player that I went with 
is the ball stopper. Look at the film. That boy can't play against De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, but I mean, it's not he like he struggles. But what I'm saying is, we're we're talking about impact. Yeah, but what I'm saying. Lakers, so, so wait, hold him, on, hold on, hold Ingram, on. Let me let me let me ask Randall. you this because think about. Hold on, hold on. Think about that division they in. So you telling me, you telling me that the Clippers ain't doing nothing with them. Well, hold on. So you think they gonna he gonna be able to do in Steph Curry and Golden State? It ain't you about think, that. It ain't but no, but, but but we're talking about impact. You got to talk about. You got to think. This is these are the teams he's gonna be playing on a regular. Is Fox gonna do them in. I think so. He's oh. done it. He's done them in twice. Who knows? Fox gonna do Curry and them boys. Look, Fox is probably the fastest, most agile player that came out in this draft. Okay, I'll give you that. And I feel like his speed but and his handles are going to hurt a lot of people. So when he runs into Russell Westbrook that has grown man speed and grown well, man strength and John Wall and the like that have grown man speed and grown man strength, it's, it, it's not going to be comparable. I, well, I give you that because, I mean, look, Westbrook, Westbrook is <laughs> not a small dude by any means. I mean, he's got the size, the athleticism, the everything. But, I mean. The Jordan factor. That everybody likes to talk about the heart. Yeah, he's he's got yeah, that, never, you know. You will never catch me speaking about this man in any kind of way. <laughs> nah, definitely at all times. I don't care about selfish player. I don't care about none of that, man. Well, the I'll thing take is, him. you can't even say he's a selfish player when he, he averaged a triple tennis, double. Average ten assists. Almost, you know what I mean? Like you can't. You're right. Now, now as a point guard, if he's only averaging two assists but scoring thirty five points a night, he's a selfish player. I'm gonna need you guys, as a point guard. I need you guys to stop being so damn smart and saying stuff that makes sense, so I could disagree with y'all <laughs> and make this show compelling. And, and, and you know, because we out here agreeing and stuff. You yeah, let's, move on to let's, let's let's go back to the hey, NFL but, conversation. But no, you got damn D line and O line. Every, everybody had a difference opinion, different of opinion, difference of opinion on on the rookie, pretty much the rookie. So I mean, no, we did, we did, but it was so, all good. Like we always we all agreed that the rookies you brought up were good. But yeah. I, I guarantee you, the next topic we're all gonna have something so far fetched Uh-oh. for each other. All right, go ahead. Knock so it let's out. get there. Let's get there. So who you putting in the Super Bowl in 2017? The Raiders. Damn you, Chris. The Raiders. And who? Nah. Um, the Raiders, obviously. AFC. Uh, I don't want to say the Giants. I know they got a super squad. I don't oh think it's going to be Oh, my God, Chris. Yeah, How in the hell did I just set that up to be such look, a big Seahawk, Seahawks and Pittsburgh. Okay. I, and I, and I kind of feel like I know why. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I know why. I just really feel like the, the Raiders, Raiders are, going to the, are going to the Super Bowl, and I want to see it let so me, bad. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Beast mode is the beginning of it, and Khalil Mack is the end of it. Mm, thank you for saying that. So let me, I thought he was going to say David Carr. <laughs> I mean, but but even, though, even though he's, you know, nice. Right, so let, me, so let me tell you what the Raiders are and what exactly they look like, and the formula is going to be basically the same. The Raiders are the Seattle Seahawks three years ago. Four, three, four years ago. They're the team that you've seen go to the playoffs and was like, damn, they would scare the best team, but obviously Carr got hurt. Right. And so they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But the next year, they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is you add Marshawn Lynch, you have Khalil Mack probably going to be in like that best season you can be in in terms of being young, having some experience. You have people like Reggie Nelson. You got – Carl Joseph, I don't know if you know the uh, second-year player out of West Virginia playing safety. You got Bruce Irvin that played on that Seattle, Seattle team. Seattle team, yep. 
Um, you got Amari Cooper on offense, Crabtree. I mean, I mean, again, I think they, to be honest, I think the Raiders would have beat the Patriots this year if David Carr would have played. Man. Listen, I really a, lot, a lot of people are saying that um, that Pittsburgh, that the Steelers are still the, the front runners. I, 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 can, I can go for that. I just, I just feel that that's what happens in, a, in, a, in, a, in the NFL. That mm-hmm. team that does what the Seahawks did when Russell Wilson was in his second and third season, I feel that that's where the Raiders are, and that's what's going to happen. But hold on. Since you brought up Marshawn Lynch, did you guys see that video of him working out in sand at the beach? Beautiful. I saw oh it. Oh, my gosh. No, I did not see it. Oh, oh you got you to see it. You got to see it. And, like, he's working with his, his trainer. His trainer's got, like, he's doing with, like, no shoes yeah. and shorts. And, and it's like he's faster than him. But Marshawn looks so fast. He's doing it in boots and in, like, in, like sweatpants Beast and stuff. mode for real. In the beach, like, bro. For real. Footwork. Heavy. Nah. Catching passes, doing all kinds <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Crazy, bro. But listen, okay, so so I want the Raiders. You said Raiders and who? Who's the other team? Um, Please. Hey, you still thinking about – No, 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 the NFC. I didn't say yet. No, no, no. Oh. I was going to say I was gonna say probably either either Green Bay or Arizona. Green Bay or Green Arizona. Bay or Arizona. Yeah, Raiders. It's going to be like a weird Super Bowl. Yeah. Very weird. So I got – I don't think – I don't have none of these other guys. So you said <laughs> – You got said Seattle? C- yes, Seattle. I said Seattle and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, why? Because I'm going to get to my – They the front runners. Look. They the front runners. I think they going The Patriots added a lot though, by the way. The pa- yes, look, they did. The pa- but you Brandon know what? Cooks is way better than Julian Edelman, by the way. I don't know why I'm always disrespecting Julian Edelman. <laughs> hey, but Julian, there are so many people better than him. You know what? You know what? Julian Edelman is that Wes Welker. Right. That, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I get why he's probably but hey, let, let's Tom Brady's you know, systematic receivers. Hey, but he made that beautiful catch over that three Falcon receivers. I mean, uh, that, that was, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. But um, nah, I think again on paper, Big Ben, Bell, the the Killer Bees. Steelers look right. You know, I feel like they don't have to worry about Le'Veon being suspended the first four mm-hmm. games or mm-hmm. whatever games of the season. Is he I better feel, than Elliott? By the way, I don't mean to cut you off because the yeah. top NFL. I I I feel had, had I feel. One or two spots ahead of Le'Veon Bell. I feel Bell is probably the best running back in the league. I, you, you agree? That's Le'Veon Bell, yeah, I do. I okay, go, we'll go ahead. Finish, finish up. Okay. Um, I mean, you got Antonio Brown. I mean, I, I just feel like if Bryant Pittsburgh is coming back, huh? Mar- Martavis Bryant is coming back. Exactly. You know, and I just I was just going to say now that they're going to be able to add back another receiver, I feel like Ben's going to have more options. I think their offense is going to be more potent. Like I just feel like they just gonna give a lot of teams problems. The yeah, only thing with the works, only though? thing the only thing with with Pittsburgh though, mm-hmm. they yeah. need to they need to figure out their defense a little bit more. Yeah, I yeah, feel like their defense, their defense, their defense, right? That's what I'm saying. Their defense. their defense over the years has been a little suspect. Oh, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up. Do you know? I saw I read something, and we'll talk about it for another show. But do you know I read something that put um, Troy Polamalu ahead of Ed Reed in terms of top 10 safeties in the history of football that's a very compelling hmm. situation i could I, if they if you if you gave me 10 seasons right uh-huh of both of them in their prime right because uh-huh. they both had long careers i would give troy three better seasons than i would give ed i mean but, so so did not get ed the other seven but okay. they were always one and two in my mind okay yeah they were I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, you know, one of the things that caught my attention was, I mean, they gave him a lot of, um, and this is a super tangent, by the way, for the listener who's uh, listening to this. You know, they gave they gave him the nod because of the Super Bowl. 
because he got two and Ed's got one. But that's ridiculous for that's the sake of the stupid. Because Ed's got like good twenty more interceptions than this guy. Yeah, his, and it's his, like his coverage is way yeah, better than Palomaro. You know what I mean? So I don't just know. Just as but yeah. that brings up he's just, a topic for another conversation. Yeah, just, for sure, for sure, we'll bring with, that up another. No, with disruptive LeBron and Jordan. Jordan's got more rings, but hmm, LeBron might be the better player. <laughs> the day we do that is going to be fine. We, we, we gotta have just guests. saying. We, 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 just can, saying. And we cannot talk about anything else. Yeah, we that can. day. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to be a special day. So, so, so you got a good one. I said, um, I said it's going to be either Green Bay or Arizona. I think one of those teams is going to go back. And it, the reason I say, it, and let me tell you why I say that. By the way, because I noticed you said Seattle and Pittsburgh. Those are guys. Those are like front runners. They already. That's what Vegas got them going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for me, the reason I'm saying those teams like. Okay, I, I believe in the Raiders already. I, I, I pray that no injuries happen, but I just really want to see that team go. And when I say Green Bay or Arizona, it's because I feel like uh, I feel like Rodgers definitely has something to prove after last year. And the Cardinals, bro, do you know? Do, are, are you aware of the Cardinals defense and their coverage and how they play? Like, oh yeah, Pat P and hey, but I'm gonna tell you what the and, one thing, and, the and, one thing, and, um, the Honey Badger. And you could put look, anybody, you could put yeah, anybody look. over there on the other side when you got the best DB and yep. the best. Nickel guy, and you got some safeties. You got safeties playing linebacker. Yes, uh, sir. But you also Arizona. you also got a lot of injury issues. And with then Calais Campbell yeah, left. Like you need, you need they're hurt now. But no, I'm just saying like that are going to be coming back off injury. So you need everyone to stay healthy for them to be. Because I mean, you you, you got, got an older. Defense. That was my fantasy You got a, defense, you got an older um, Parson. Uh, what's uh, Chandler Parsons? Chandler, no, Parsons, no, no, no. Uh, Chandler no, Jones, Carson no Carson Palmer. Oh, I thought Carson you was a you got a you got an older Fitzgerald. You got Johnson Man, who's coming play off at forty, of, but you got a you got a Johnson that's coming off of an injury from last year. You got a Honey Badger him. that's coming back off an injury from last year. So I mean, you got to see how all of them are gonna look when the season starts. And that, Carolina got a chance. Yes, McCaffrey's gonna make them a way better team. He is the white version of Reggie Bush that won't be a bust. Okay. I still think they're going to be a little bit better than they were last year. I don't think they're going to be. 15 and 1, no. I don't amazing. think they're going to be. Nobody said the Cowboys. Cowboys are always overrated. Yet. I haven't spoke yet. Oh, shit. Cowboys are overrated. <laughs> so I haven't matter. had my opinion on my saying. I feel like the Cowboys need to lose that tag, America's greatest team. Oh, I don't even want to hear that. That, that, that needs nice to. Back that, that yeah, needs well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you about that. that that's something like um, a pimp there. Uh, America's team. Um, that's a tech shram thing, um, a marketing ploy. To that needs to go bye bye. Yeah, yeah. So it was just something that you know nobody else was doing. Just like Ted Turner and the Atlanta Braves. So you know these are smart guys doing things to get more people in the stands and to make more money and to get TV contracts. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, we know they haven't been relevant for 20 years. Um, but Super Bowl 2017, I got the Raiders as I said, and then Chris said it out the gate, which I was so pissed off because I didn't think our opinions would be the same on this one, and the Giants. Even though my team is the Green Bay Packers and we always have a chance, I think that Eli is going to throw 40 touchdowns. And 45 interceptions. And (laughs) 5,000 yards. Damn. So MVP. Mm. You're pretty much much giving him MVP numbers right now. I just want to explain something to you. When you have Odell wait, hold on, wait, Beckham, real quick though, no, you no. just said forty-five touchdowns. So you no, don't I mean, said forty. I said forty. Forty. So that means he's gonna have more interceptions and touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just be clear with that. Nah, he's gonna have about fifteen picks at least. Fifteen. You uh, gonna have about fifteen? 15. That's pretty nice. <laughs> 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 That's pretty nice. <laughs> That's pretty nice. <laughs> so let me. So let me tell you. So basically, this is what he has on his team. 
He has a rejuvenated Brandon Marshall, which, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. a great pickup. Which, that. by the way, is one of the greatest receivers of all times. Don't anybody get it twisted because he's crazy in the brain. <laughs> you got Odell. Oh, wait. Time out. You talked about Brandon Marshall. You saw he just cut a reporter off in an interview he had the other day. Uh, it might have been yesterday. That. I think I did see that pop up on Yahoo, but I didn't. Right. I thought it was clickbait. Yeah, check it out. You got to check it out. Anyway. You think everything's clickbait. Yeah, yeah, you know, because, but you got to understand, I understand the Tech Shram game. I understand America's best team. It's all marketing, so I understand. I'd be like, yo, you're not going to get me today. You're not going to get my two minutes. Here we go. We've got a rejuvenated Brandon Marshall. You got Sterling Shepard in the uh, the slot, which people don't give a lot of credit. Hey, he was on my fantasy team last year. And then, let me throw this out. You have the 2017 version of a young Vernon Davis on your team with Evan Ingram. This guy is a fucking beast. (laughs) No, no, seriously. Like, he's going to be, like, in the conversation with, like, Travis Kelsey. He ain't going to be Gronk. He's not going to be Greg Olson, but he's going to be a top five tight end at some point. Like, this guy has that type of talent. But you you say Vernon Davis, so you talking about the high end? You talking about, like, Antonio Gates vibe? I'm talking – no, this guy runs a 4-3-7 at the tight end position. Oh, wow. Like – Oh, wow. So so now – It's going to cause some problems. Right. So you got Brandon Marshall, again, on the outside. Wait, hold on. Odell on the outside. You got Sterling Shepard in the slot, and you got this guy running. How's that line, though? But but it's going to be the same situation like last year. You had you had same situation. How's that line, though? How's that line, though? Show me Evan Ingram in this situation. Wait, hold on. You had Odell. You had Sterling, so you had those two still last year. You had Victor Cruz as well last year. Victor Cruz is not Sterling Shepard right now. Victor Cruz was probably the best slot receiver. But Sterling Shepard was a rookie last year, so now you're trying to – you want to compare a rookie to a vet that's been in the league some years. I mean – Think about it, Victor Cruz, Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz huh? Where's Victor Cruz? Victor now? Cruz got hurt, he, bro. He was he, he, his Cruz injuries good, hurt bro. him. I mean, yeah, he's Victor no longer he's no longer Victor with Cruz the Giants, was. but he's still in the league because yeah. I feel as a team so, picked him up. I can't think of who. 2017 is the question. Okay, we're not talking about the Victor best. Cruz when they won no, the Super Bowl. No, I'm talking about who you got at the helm of this team. He is still gonna run you down in the gutter. Eli is not a good quarterback. Mm. The guy that won two Super Bowls mm. is not a good quarterback. This is, why, this is look, why this the show's look, called Everybody Has an t- Opinion. I got to see Eli, Eli, <laughs> Eli is still going to find a way to screw you so, at so the end me, of the day. Me, hey, book this too. Jimmy, I need you to book this one too. Eli Manning is going to be the best fantasy football quarterback in 2017. I will never draft Eli again You'll in fantasy damn football. Fool. The man throws more interceptions than touchdowns. <laughs> Five thousand and forty. So, so you pretty much calling him the MVP then? You yeah. might as well say he's going to be the Not MVP. If he throws 20, t- uh, 20 picks. No. Because Aaron Rodgers will have something like 38 and three picks. So, no, he's not going to be. <laughs> Hold on. Do you know Aaron Rodgers, when he gets the 300 touchdowns, will only have about 70 picks? He'll have less the- than 100. No, I, don't th- I think it's more than that, but it'll be less than 100. That's Way less. No, That's no, insane. no. It's like 70. No, seriously. Is it, is it that low? Is I thought low? I thought it was more in like And the, the next 80s. person, when they got the 300, was that at 150. Wow. I think it was like I Dan think it was Marino. Marino. Yeah, it was Marino. Like wow. one. So when people do not 
understand the gravity <laughs> of how good he really is. Oh, Errol, like the yo. pull. That's why I'm using the word yeah. gravity. <laughs> but you know what? You, it, again, it, it's all about that that the, system. Hold, on, hold we, on, Giants. Let me get back. Oh, we're going back. We're going back to Giants. Eli and the and yeah. sorry Giants. And so it's not even right, about that. Go. It's about the defense too. They got a million dollar defense over there. Like, well, a, a they several had a million, hundred million dollar well, defense. They had one last year too, and, and it, it was amazing. Uh, but is, is again, don't tell me what's good with the line though. Like, <laughs> all, these, all these people, all, all these people, the D here, line like, is nasty. Okay, so the D line, but the, the O line, line is are terrible. they going to be protected? Is he nope. going to have time to throw to these people? Nope. Because if he's he throwing, doesn't need time yes, to throw, he you know he's going yes, to yes, throw interceptions. He's going to fumble because when you Think don't about. have time, defenses can key in. And remember, they keyed in because they had no run game last year. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Dang, that's messed up, man. My boy Rashad plays for them, man. Does he play for them still? Yeah, yeah, he said that. Yeah, Paul Perkins. I mean, so no listen. run game last year because they had no line to open up Olivier any holes. Vernon, JPP. Oh yeah, JPP. You're right. You got Janoris Jenkins. You got somebody like a sleeper like Landon Collins, who people don't hey, really know got, much about. You got Eli Apple. You you got a real serious defense. They was um I think third in scoring defense last year. They were first in actually touchdowns um allowed, best in the red zone. Wait, so, did the Giants make the playoffs last year? Yes, they did. They lost to the Green Bay Packers yes, in the first yeah. round. Oh, okay. So now you've added Vernon Davis 3.0, and you've added one of the greatest receivers of all time. Damn your line. They could be suspect. Can you have all of that star power in a football team? They're, they're a super team. The 98 Minnesota Vikings. Chris Carter, mm-hmm. Randy Moss, mm-hmm. Jake Reed. Mm-hmm. Conversation. Yeah, but I feel like this is Odell Beckham. And then, then Brandon Marshall, <laughs> Sterling Shepard. It worked. Okay. The only we'll reason see. why they lost is a missed field goal. That team would have won a Super Bowl if they if Gary Anderson didn't miss a field goal. So there Dang. you have that. So uh, I think we got that. So we got the Raiders and the Giants. We got the Raiders and who, Chris? I said Green Bay. Green Bay. Good choice. And we got the Steelers and the Seahawks. All right. So I, I hope we remember these picks. Yeah. Well, so, they- I mean, since we're on football real quick, and we've been going back and forth between football and basketball, what you think about what Richard Sherman said about if NFL players want to get paid like NBA players, they got to go on strike? Do you think there would ever become a wow. time where NFL players will really hold out? Because remember when they tried that, they, put, they brought replacement players in. So the NB, the NFL just kept on going. Yeah, that was the in NBA, like eighty seven or something like that, eighty or six. Yeah, but the NBA mm-hmm. when they go on strike, they go on strike because nobody nobody's gonna want to watch you just a LeBron list, a KD list, a Westbrook list, a Steph list NBA. You so think, I think you just gave me the the. You think somebody? You think somebody wants to watch like Timmy Chang or the best quarterback from Texas Tech come out of retirement and play? Is that what you think? Is what I'm saying is that you would actually, you like you, but a you would still from Hawaii, yeah. but start on NFL. But I feel like, like you would still get more fans to go out and watch an NFL game, regardless of who's just playing. Like just like watching the Big Three, just to go watch, yeah, just to you go watch the Big Three, just to go I, watch I tailgate. Watch you know, they're gonna go out tailgate, enjoy, and do all this. But I mean, should players get paid? Should NFL players get paid like NBA players? There's more than enough money. I know they're going to say there's more players, and so it's. They, they, well, I mean, you're never, not. They'll never you're make not, as much. Pat as White's the, the starting quarterback for the New, New England Patriots. We're watching. Pat White's still watch, Virginia? 
But you're still watching football, though. Talking about Pat White from West Virginia. That's what I'm asking. I would. I'm telling you, yeah, because you know Marcus what? Marcus Vick is the quarterback for the New York Giants. You're watching. I mean, bro, look, it's football. That's what, my thing is, my that's, thing that's is on a Sunday. That's what we're talking about. But on a yeah. Sunday, if football's on TV, we're watching football. Beanie see, Wells is going to come but, back. But now I'm about to hit y'all with the other. Maurice Claret. Do you see our level of excitement? You see how we already know, like, what kind of season's about to happen, so on and so forth. We know this is about to get crazy. We're all, you know, but at the same time, it's bittersweet. Because you just brought up the real, the illest setup. If there ever was a time for there to be a strike, if there was ever a time for people to really oh, make, take up and and, and, and and you know make a stand, like it'd be this year, man. After what just happened, and if we you know we gonna talk elephant in the room, like listen, what happened to Colin Kaepernick is a travesty. Oh yeah. And if we're being mm-hmm. honest with ourselves, like this is kind of like one of those times where yo, we can talk about what we want to talk about, but at the end of the day, like you know, I like my I like my sports figures to to be conscious. I like my I like Muhammad Ali. No, you should you should shut up and just play football as as the trend deal for. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're saying. <laughs> you feel me? And so like right now it's kind of like if there ever was going to be a strike, we could make it financial. That's cool, but you know, there this would have been it. Well, yeah, but Malcolm Jenkins um was stepping up um from the Philadelphia Eagles yeah, team. He 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 kind of stepped up and said some things. I think that you the, the problem with the world in in general, if we're going to get to that subject matter is it's always somebody that's at their home right now watching you on Facebook, watching you in the community, thinking and saying the same things to their families, but they don't get out in the community and do it. I've witnessed this in my own life. When I started, when me and you met up at the beach, yep. remember that when Philando Castillo died? I remember. Right. So when I started doing that, started meeting with his best friend, Chevron Jones, um, meeting with mayors, vice mayors, commissioners, and doing those things, people would say to me in private, Hey, do X, Y, and Z. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. Because they don't want to jeopardize their situation, Correct. whatever it may be. Maybe it's their 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 marital status. Maybe it's their job. Yep. Maybe it's they don't want to offend white people because that's the sensitivity we have to deal with at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> whether it be financial or, or or social, at the end of the day, because Colin Kaepernick did what he did. I think that now people are going to do just like how they've been doing with me. They're probably tapping Colin, like, Colin right now, like, what's your next move? But because he's not in the league, it's a problem. If he was still in the league, if he had a team to play for, I think more people would jump on that bandwagon and possibly create this strike because somebody's made a stand. Yeah. Until It's just almost like the bum on the side of the street playing his little drums and making his little um, grass flowers. Mm-hmm. Once somebody puts a dollar in his bowl or gives him some change, it creates, a it creates ripple effect. The, the ripple effect. You understand what I'm saying? So I think Colin Kaepernick could have created the ripple effect if he would have stayed with the, the San Francisco 49ers. But because he doesn't have a destination in the league right now, it'll probably be status quo. And again, you know, a lot of times our brothers, they love the, the fortunes of quote-unquote white supremacy in terms of them making the money that they're making. And so they're like, well, shit, I don't want to fuck this up. You know, just because, you know, some nigga I don't know might have or might not have been tripping in terms of whatever the situation is in terms of being non-compliant or compliant with the police officer. That's right. So it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into that, but damn, that's a, that's a, that's a great point to, 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 to talk strike. What, what about a lockout? They don't necessarily have to go strike. I don't know, man. I just don't see him doing it because, like, I think everybody's excited for the season, man. I think even the players are excited for the season. 
And it's like, you know, we kind of forgot about what happened or we're not looking at it with as much um, veracity as we were a year, you know, six months ago. But but my thing is, you know, like you, you brought up a good point. It's If it's about the money, you know, I get it. But this would have been the time to do it because you got more than enough reasons to do that. But they're not going to do it. I don't see that happening. No, nah, they won't. I mean, what, what would be the reason outside of money? Because I think when you bring that social component into it and, and and I don't know the figures and we can get very specific in our future shows, but let's just let's just go out on a limb and say it's seventy five percent black. Let's just let's just go there. Is, is it safe there. to say that? Yeah, yeah it's safe, so. it's safe to that. say that, right? So if seventy five percent of the league is of the persuasion mm-hmm. of people that could possibly be dealing with the problem that we have in this country, um, that came to a head in the summer, I wanna say the summer of um 2016, they actually called it the Summer of Chaos, if y'all didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, If they didn't do it then, coming into the momentum, I'm I'm, going to wholeheartedly agree that. I don't don't know if there will be that much momentum in this political climate, even though it's far worse. I just think that um, it won't create, the the, the pot won't be stirred like that for some time. Well, see, I mean, I feel feel like the one issue they would have is the fact that NFL teams you have about fifty three players. Yeah, so it's, it's so, but they're making you, a lot more money than the NBA because but, you got twenty thousand in the stands as opposed to sixty thousand in the stands. So yeah, you kind of listen. The money's but, there, bro. The, I know the money's there, but what I'm saying is, in the NBA, you only have to get twelve people to be like, yo, you with me? In the NFL, you now have to get fifty three on thirty two teams to be like. Hey, you with me? So and the problem is, everybody's not making the same money. So someone that that 53rd player on the roster that mm-hmm. may be making league minimum. 300000 400000 He may not be willing to risk. Shout out to that, my cousin that's not making league minimum anymore. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> he may not be willing to risk that three hundred, four hundred thousand 400000 because, right. you know what? I need this. But someone like maybe uh, Colin Kaepernick, who had well, one of the let, let's contracts. go. Okay, yeah, someone like that, or someone like uh, you know David Carr, since he just got that Ooh. big contract. Someone like that, you know, these kind of players have endorsements, so they're getting money elsewhere. So you know what? Maybe I could pass up on this one season to go for this strike, you know, because I I agree with the cause and and go for everything. So that's the I think that's the hard part is just trying to balance out and get everybody on board because if you don't have everybody on board, then NFL is just gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna keep going. Well, think about it like this. Let's let's just use the numbers. Let's just say my numbers are correct and true, or maybe they're not. So let's not debate whether I'm being factual or not. Let's just let's just form the analogy. We got twelve players, right? That you. Well, 15, really. 12 to 15 on an NBA team. So let's so say 15, right? So 15 times 3 30. is what? 45, right? Right. No, fi- okay. 15 times 3 is 45. So you're about 3.45 times. You have 3.45 times more players on an active NFL roster. Are, are, are okay. we with the math so far? Are we following? I'm following yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now... Let's talk about the arena itself. Okay, so you go to American Airlines Arena, shout out to the Miami Heat, right? It's 20,000 people in there, right? Okay. You go to Green Bay, Wisconsin, you can fit 70,000 people in there. So f- follow my math. 
So follow my math. So 3.5 times 20,000 is what? About 65,000 people. So if you're putting 70,000 people in the stands for the Green Bay Packers and it's actually 3.5 times more people on a football team, the math is the same. Wait, but basketball, you got 82 games. With football, you only got like 16. 16. You're only playing 16. So even and, well, though it's and less, technically, they come, you're only, they've come in so much more frequently. But technically, you're they only talking about. two times there, but they, they play like they, they play, play like 40, 40 41 games. 41 to 8. 41 to 8. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, that, that's a lot more revenue coming in. We're talking about 41 home games versus eight. Okay, so let's, let's talk pricing now. Mm-hmm. So now let's, let's, let's do three times the food. Let's do three times the merchandise. So if we're not just talking tickets. No, I think NFL makes more in terms of stuff like that. I so, think so, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the money because I think it's there. Is all I'm saying. No, I, I, think, do, I, think, I do think uh, it's there. Money's I don't, there. Money's I don't think, I think we there. need to get down and dirty with this. I don't think it'll ever match. I think we need to get Monica hey. Lewinsky on this. We need to get real down and dirty on this one and, 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 and try to get this one right because yeah. I, I do think the money's there and, and, and the person with the money is always going to try to hold on to it. But you know the funny thing about it is I think old white men are like terrified right now in the world, period. Just <laughs> across the board. Like, just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just being serious. Like, I feel like. They're losing their leagues to super teams. They don't have the same control and power. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? In terms of the fact that back in the day, we all had this mentality like you stick with your team. Yeah. And who's that better for? The player, the league, nah. or the owner? The organization. Yep. yep. And the owner so all now day. I think that we've developed this mentality of everybody should endure because Michael did, because Isaiah did, because yeah. Kobe. who? Because Kobe did, because LeBron did. And, and to be honest, and I don't want to get too deep, and I want to get to our last topic and our, and our fact of the day, is I think that's a slave-type mentality. I think if we're talking about free, open-market capitalism, it should always be the person producing the labor who has the skill set should be able to go where the fuck they want to go when they want to go there. Mm. And we have not had that, and now people are saying something is wrong with that, only because we're used to it. Yeah. It's, Only because of that. Traditionally speaking, that's what we're that's what we're accustomed Let's to. Let's endure it. But well, you're well, right. Where does that Jordan that, Jordan that had to do it? Where does that stem from? And I think yeah. it's slavery. I yeah. think it's I mean, Jim Crow. If we want to really get, you know, I, that's why I really think that mentality. But we'll call that an old school mentality and yeah. hold on to that and get mad when a new school or somebody soft like me saying, "Well, damn, if we're gonna play yep. the, the white uh. man's game, if we're gonna play that game, um, why not be the best at it?" Why not say, if we're talking free market capitalism, yeah. why can't I leave when I want to leave? Why yeah. is it up to him to me only be his asset when he wants to move me at his discretion? Well, you know, the one thing with that, though, and that will differentiate between the NFL and the NBA, is the fact the NBA, all, ca- all contracts are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. The NFL, they're not. So when, you, when a player gets moved, he can get moved, get cut, and that's that. He'll only get what he might have signed for what his guaranteed amount for. Right, right, right. So if we're still talking money, right. contracts don't necessarily have to be bigger in the NFL. They could just guarantee more money than having a $75 million contract with Which only really, yeah, yeah, 30, 25, yeah. 30 million guaranteed. I mean, yeah, they could just guarantee more of because money. the problem is you sign a player for five years for 75 with 30 mil guaranteed. But there's no max contract. There's no... There, there isn't, but hold on. Hear me out, though. 
But then what happens is two years down the line. No Supermax. You like don't Steph. feel like, you know what? I don't want this player anymore for whatever reason. And you just get rid Tony of Romo. him. Tony Romo. Yeah. So now he just signed this $75 million deal, but it's not getting any of that money. He's only going to get a portion of it because right. you felt like after two years in the contract, you know what? I don't feel like paying you that money anymore or I just don't want you. Bye. Whereas in the NBA, you can't do that. All you right. could trade me wherever you want to trade me. I'm still, still going to get paid. Still, man. And still, that's, man. What, that's what so that probably might, should shift with the NFL, that, like guaranteeing more money. That, so, but, see, but see, you know, see, okay. So let's, let's, let's go back to business one-on-one. So let's, let's talk about something like risk. There's far more risk in football than there is in basketball. So you guarantee contracts based on it being risk adverse. Like these niggas are running around being physical, but nobody's out there really tearing ACLs like that all the time. Or you, you kind of see what I'm saying in basketball, but when you're out there on the football field smashing heads together, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Putting your actual your uh, long-term is. health in grave danger. I'm talking about, and, and, and to go back to what I was saying about earlier, like my mom to this day hated that I played football. Like, she hated to see me. I'm talking about bandage, ice. I'm talking about, we're talking about high school football. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I think that we're talking about a matter of risk when it comes to guaranteeing that type of money with that type of liability, knowing that the likelihood of being injured is so much greater in football that the companies, the insurance companies, and who, because you got to remember, man, there's so many revolving parts there. Sponsors, banks, insurance, if so many other things behind the scenes that we don't see with these large I get leagues all that. And, and associations, man, this that's but if be I'm putting bro. but if I'm putting my health and everything on the line, I should be guaranteed a little bit more money. Because I'm going out there risking it all more. for you. For you to make more money off of me. Of so why can't I be guaranteed more money? Because I'm the one that's out there performing i'm the one that's out there putting everything on the line to play this sport for you to make more money so then why can't i get a little bit more guaranteed money because you know what i may go out there and get hit the wrong way and that might be my career two reasons why first reason this this myth of the love of the game i know professional athletes and let me tell you what they play for they play for money so when we, when, we, when we did have that notion in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and even today, I'm not saying people don't love the game, but we've put in our head that, you know, we'll play the game for free. So they'll go out there and risk it. And some people will say, we'll risk it again because they love playing the game so, so much. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, so now it's not even necessarily about the money first. It's about doing what you love to do first. So that automatically puts your business mind secondary. It doesn't put it primary. Because now you're talking about your heart and your passion. And when you start there and you get in a business meeting, you already lost with a shark or somebody that's negotiating for the, their pockets. You, you negotiating with your heart, they negotiating with their mind and their and wallet. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the reason why it won't happen is because of what I just said previously. We, 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 we come from a labor base, I work hard, I'll earn it. So they're still trying to earn their guaranteed money, their freedom to say, well, if once I got a contract, I'm free, I'm good forever. 
we, we, we still had that mentality like we have to endure. We let's stick it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so yeah, I feel you. you we we, we got to get out of that mind frame. Like, as soon as athletes in general start thinking, and they have now. Like, look at people like LeBron with with, with a business mind. Like, they're gonna be so many of our uncles and fathers and people like that and and older friends that are gonna be so pissed off at the new wave because of the power that'll be in the hands of the players. And I think that's absolutely crazy, but I know it's coming because I know the mentality of the old school. Not that it's wrong, because I think it's a lot more toughness and integrity and other values that are, that are great that we all should um, you know, look to um, aspire to do. But at the same time, there are so many things that are ingrained indirectly and not on purpose that they hold on to too dear, too much pride. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point in time, like we have to say, we gotta let you know old ways go. You know what I'm saying? Especially when everything is evolving. We just talk about the center leaving out the game, the fullback leaving out the game. We gotta start talking about having guaranteed contracts into into the game. But the only way we'll do that is if we evolve. Point blank period. I mean, I, I just don't see organizations looking to empower the players to that degree. I mean, they feel like they're already making enough money. Millions is millions, right? That's what a lot of people look at it like, and you know you, they don't they don't look at the market. Happened. Yeah, you saw what happened when you know Colin started speaking. Everybody was talking about, well, how are you, you know, how are you suffering when you're making such and such million dollars or whatever? You know, it's just the, the ignorance behind it all. It's just out of control. But um, I think that tangent kind of took on its a life of its own. Right. <laughs> but um, I mean to kind of wrap things up with all this, man. I don't know. Do you even want to do this? The last part. I mean, we can kind of just get into this meme. Um, anybody? Um, this meme can get. This meme. Can this meme's gonna get really stupid and serious. This so what we're gonna do? Oh, we so, just we just put it out there, and then you know yeah, we, we'll, we come we'll back see. to it next week. We'll see uh, what what the, uh, the what the poll, people yeah yeah what everybody's opinion was because like there it. are there are no facts out here. They're they're merely just, just everybody, opinions. Everybody, <laughs> everybody got an everybody's opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, we're not saying who averaged thirty in nineteen seventy five. We asking you which team would be better. And Chris, what are we looking at? What are we looking at with Team A, All team right, B, so and team, team C? Team A. What well, we, we have we have a meme. Yeah, we have a meme that we're the meme. So we science it. So we 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 we're going to share this with you guys. And it's basically three teams, and who do you think would win? Um, team A is comprised of Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, mm. Kevin Durant, and Anthony Davis. Obviously a solid team. That's an athletic That's a ridiculous that's, team. That's that we is already, ridiculous. Yeah, we already understand athletic that. Team. team B, though, is comprised of Gary Payton. Okay. Michael Jordan, the defense, Scotty Pippen, defense, Charles Barkley, not so much, and Hakeem Olajuwon. And then, um, huh. and then Team C mm-hmm. is comprised of Allen Iverson, yes, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, Tim Duncan, and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, this is this is gonna be tough, y'all. So like, when you sit there and look at it, you know, now Jimmy, did up, you hear that just now, or, or were you locked in into it? Yeah. Here, here, here's my thing about. This particular, this particular meme. Do you want to give each one one quick take, or do y'all want to just go into? Um, I just want to give one quick take. I think we should probably, you know, wrap wrap things up for sure. Know? Um, and then we kind of let the people speak on that. We'll let the people have so it. So each of us get one take on this. We don't have to give which team we want, but we we explain what, the scenarios. So that's what I think the take should be. Okay. So I'll go right into it. Um, I love all these teams. Right. A, B, and C. These are all quality teams. I'm looking at today's rules. 
Okay, that's how we're gonna that's how we gonna gauge it. So for all you old school dudes, I don't want to hear nothing about hand checking. Yeah, we're talking we gotta, 2017 yeah, be, yeah. rules. They're all in period. their prime. Listen, all these guys all are in their prime. Every single person is 27 yeah. years old. Every single person. Yeah. Think about it like that. I don't want to hear nothing else. They're 27. Yeah, so we gotta play with today's rules. Okay. So like with today's like rules, with today's rules, I really feel like Team B is at extreme disadvantage. Yes. Extreme disadvantage. But I also feel like with today's rule. Team A and C would be extremely competitive regardless. Regardless. Of what so, game? Yeah, huh? What time? In, any I'm era? Talking about like, yeah, era because because I think I think if I'm looking at an Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, T Mac, Tim Duncan, Shaq era, I, I, I still see those guys being fine without hand checking. They don't need none of that. But if I'm looking at a Gary Payton, Scottie Pippen, I they they kind of the glove is called the glove for a reason, right. you know what I mean? I just don't think he, yeah, he, he off. I think when I look, they cancel each other out. And then when I'm looking at Team A, when I'm looking at Team A, I, all I see is all I see is threes. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You know, it's funny with Team B is it's hard to find a three point shooter. A right? whole yeah, like that that real. I mean, you got Jordan on there, but I mean, nah, man, they you don't you they don't got shoot, that. They can't shoot you like neither A or C. That's what I'm saying. You don't have that shooting component. So I mean, defensively, <laughs> B looks great. B is probably the best team there defensively, without a doubt. But we talk in 2017, B Where don't stand I a chance. Well, I mentioned about us calling these new players soft. Remember I said that? Mm -hmm. But they're only soft because hardness and toughness has been regulated out of the game to That's some right. degree. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know. It'll be um, definitely interesting what, what you guys That's it. Yeah, think, I mean, I want, you know? yeah, we'll, we'd love to hear what you have to say. I mean, you guys can get as technical if you want. You can talk about volume shooting between Russell Westbrook and Allen Iverson. <laughs> yeah. You can talk about, like, all, you can do whatever but you they're want. they're all 27. And the mm -hmm. rules are today. That 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 is the only restriction we're That's putting it, on. Yeah, it. you can't go off of. You can't give me this lat, the old stuff because it's. Don't tell me about Mike you know. in '98. <laughs> I want Mike. But you know what? When he was losing, even though he was putting up 37. But I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this though. Where that's going to end up coming into a little problem. I'll play a little devil advocate here real quick. Devil's advocate. The athleticism with Team A. Even at 27 and looking at Team B at 27, the athleticism still favors Team A by a long shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no. It's, so, listen, team I mean, a, let's not scary. sleep on the dream, though. Hold on. Akeem but, is but, like, yo. But no, you remember now. You're <laughs> Akeem talking, was like a small four. But you're, five, talking, you're talking 2017 yeah, yeah. with the way the game is played now. Yeah, he's not going out to but 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 you know Akeem led the league in steals one time. I just want y'all to know that. Oh, listen, but I'm yeah, telling you, crazy, right? I'm that's telling so you, the athleticism yeah, but is Chuck gonna ain't hurt nobody. No, I, I, Charles I, Barkley I would get destroyed by every single person. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, but my my biggest issue from the point guard on that my biggest issue with that is I don't care how good the athleticism is. Like A B doesn't matter. No one's messing with Shaq in his prime. Like that Shaq being on Team C. Causes so many problems for, for everybody. Do you understand that AI and Kobe, they're going to compete with each other for who could score the most. So they're going to put up, those two guys alone are going to put up damn near 80 points <laughs> each game. And then it's like, you know, Team Hack. Right. Who, who, Team Hack is the, is the, is the, the it, other who, guy. Who's the, who's, the, who's the center on Team A? A the Davis. AD. So you, you really think yes. Shaq is going to come yes. out there and, and be him. able to and kill him? A Shaq that was in Orlando? Yes, I'm talking okay. about hey, Shaq. Let me, tell you, let me, I mean, tell, let me Shaq, tell you about okay. Shaq in Orlando, though. But, but Shaq, at, Shaq at 27 was in L.A. 
Okay, let, that's listen, fine. Listen, listen, listen. That's still a nimble shot. Okay. Did he, did he put up 60 in a, in a playoff game? <laughs> I mean, like, that's right. still a listen, nimble shot, bro. I just, so, I just don't see in this athletic NBA right now, I can't see Shaq at but 27 it, trying it, they, they to see. cover Anthony Davis. And now, I can't hold see on. Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony Davis by far cannot cover Shaq. Because Shaq is going to dominate him in the post all day, oh, every day, just they only destroy give you him. Six fouls, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, you understand? Like they only give you six, man. Yeah. These guys are going to foul out left and right, bro. Like and Tim, see, the, the issue is going to be Tim Duncan is going to be the problem. Oh God, Tim he's going to destroy. He's going to destroy Ooh. LeBron James or Kevin Durant. Ooh. Tim Duncan is the problem, and and and, and that's not even put. Anyways, man, this, I can't wait for this. I can't uh, wait to see what you guys have to say. Um, guys, listen, you know. So we're going with the fact of the day before we, we yes, go out please, of here? Yeah, let's hit the fact okay, of the so, day. Okay, uh, so like we said, we want y'all to be our meme scientists, but the way we're going to end this show is just like this. So as we have seen is everybody is entitled to their own set of opinions, but not everybody is entitled to their own set of facts. So the fact of the day for July 13th is Mr. David Thompson has turned 62. So for those of you who are not as astute in the basketball world, <laughs> David Thompson is the guy that presented the great Michael Jordan in his Hall of Fame speech. Did you know that? Wow. So check it out. That's interesting. Very, very interesting. Very so interesting. He didn't play at North Carolina. He played at North Carolina State. But he's also said to be like the first Michael Jordan. He's said to be like Dr. J's running mate. One of the only six players in the league to score 70 points. Hear me now. David Thompson, somebody you probably never heard of, scored 70 points in a basketball game in the 70s when people were, you know, starting to watch basketball. Had the highest contract four year. Listen, listen to this. It's a five year deal for four million dollars. And Steph just got two hundred. Inflation is a month. Wait, two hundred and one. Don't oh. forget that. Don't forget, don't, don't forget that one at the end. Though. And, and, and the last thing I say about Mr. Uh, David Thompson is is like him and Dr. J kind of revolutionized the game, and I feel like he's David Thompson is like the unsung hero in that situation because you always hear from Dr. J to Michael Jordan, right? Okay. You okay. never hear about this guy, but he was a high flyer. I think his vert was uh, about forty. Eight, uh, four, between 46 and 48, and he was a finalist in the first dunk contest back in the 70s. So uh, fact of the day, Mr. David Thompson turned 62 today, and so we're going to end the show just like that. We hope you enjoyed. We know we were long-winded. We, uh, we were just trying to get things out of the way. This is the pilot. I mean, so listen, this is right now. You we just took flight. Let's just, let's just put it this way. Today we started it. You're going to see a lot of, you're gonna see a lot of uh, ingenuity when it comes to this particular podcast. I want you guys to understand something. That we're real everyday people. Just like you hear from us, we're going to give you our perspective, but we, we want to know what yours is. So after you listen to this podcast, feel free to, to continue this conversation. Keep it going. You know, deep, dig deep, dig further. Call us, contact us, be a part of the show. You know, everybody has an opinion, and we want to hear it. What's yours? What?